0: Find out in every hit list I can feel the changes I can feel a new life A always new life can be dangerous I can say that I like a challenge And you to me is painless You don't know what pain is How can I paint this picture When the colorblind is hanging with
1: you? Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Dialect your H Clicks I'm your host, Hunter Smith With me today is Austin Smith And the man who pulls more tail Than a special kid's class at the petting zoo Drew Arson. <laughs> how you guys doing today? Pretty good. Amazing. <laughs> Even better now,
2: huh? Yep, feeling good. Totally made Drew's day.
1: Today we're gonna be talking about, uh, given sealed Superman Legion of Superheroes advice that uh, by this point everybody probably knows that slosh, as we lovingly have referred to it. Has released this week, and we're going to be giving you guys sealed advice because you're bound to be doing some sealed events at some venues locally here in the next couple weeks.
2: Spoiler alert, it's an amazing set for Sealed.
1: We're going to be talking about uh, Yu Gi Oh spoilers, AVX spoilers, including the prizes for next month for month three. Uh, the, the dials have all been officially spoiled now, so we'll go over those. And then uh, instead of a comics discussion today, we're going to do a video game discussion. Yay! Let's, let's start off with news, and let's start off with Yu-Gi-Oh! Because Gaia the Dragon Champion, my lord, is freaking sick. And uh, if you guys know from, if you're familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh, you know that Gaia was a fusion of Gaia Fierce Knight and then Curse of the Dragon. Which have they spoiled a Curse of the Dragon Not yet? yet? Okay, so this tells us that there will be a Curse of the Dragon in the set as well. And uh, Gaia Dragon Champion, you can follow along with us on HeroClicks.com. He's two hundred and twenty-five points for nine clicks of pretty badassness, Uh, he has a move and attack flight symbol, duo attack, attack symbol, endom, and then a standard size character. Um, he has a fusion trait similar to the gate guardian where when Gaia and curse of dragon are adjacent and one of them lands an attack, you can then fuse and turn them, take them both off the map, put in Gaia, the dragon champion. Uh, you kind of notice that the attack or the movement ability is basically the same as what we saw on Gaia, the yep. fierce knight. Um, it's double dragon lance. He can use charge and flurry, or when he uses the move and attack ability, he can use flurry instead of a close combat attack. And he has four damage and three. He never goes below a three damage on his entire dial.
2: Okay. Well, back to the fusion thing. One thing I was going to say that I realized is cool that you could do with him. Since guy of the dragon, or since guy of the dragonite has uh, the hypersonic flurry, basically, with moving attack instead, you move the dragon up and base somebody, and then you just full hypersonic out flurry and just hit him once, and then boom! All of a sudden, you're guy of the dragon champion.
1: Like there's some there's some nice little tricks like with TK and stuff you can do to proc that. Uh, another cool thing I forgot to mention about fusion is when you do it that way, instead of yeah. instead of starting this guy for the 225 points, if you fuse into him, he gets plus one to all values, too.
2: Um, and the click they come in on is based on the click of the person who dealt the attack, too. Hmm. So if the other one's injured, you can actually
1: do that to fuse up. And heal up, kind of like you can do split merge yeah. tricks with duos. Uh, this guy also has a special attack power, which is kind of cool. When Guy the Dragon Champion hits a character with flight or move and attack flight symbol, that character has boot for the rest of the game, even if this power is lost. Jeez. Which, that is sick. Yeah, you're talking about a guy
2: who's hypersonic flurrying up and down terrain, pretty much. He drops down, punches a guy, runs back up, and then this guy has to walk... Now whoever he hits has to walk all the way around to get up there to
1: him. So you can slow down, you can prevent them from carrying, you can prevent them from uh, getting around terrain on certain maps It can be pretty beneficial. Other than that, he gets uh, Precision Strike and Quake. He always has Impervious or Bull. Um, I like him. He is very expensive, but I think... But a lot of this top-tier Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff is, though. Yeah, I think for Yu-Gi-Oh! only, this is a great dial, and I think even for standard Silver, silver Age, it's at least an average quality dial for the points. It, it's... It's expensive, but it brings a lot to the table. I don't know if I would play it out the box. I think what I would do instead is try to fuse into it. Absolutely.
2: Like, it's kind of the same thing. Gate Guardian you could play out of the box fine, because fusing it was hard with three monsters. But trying to fuse this guy, like, this guy, I don't think it'll be hard to fuse into him is the thing. Like, unless Curse of Dragon is absolute garbage, like, I don't see it being that hard.
1: The sculpt is also super sexy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my
2: gosh. I'm very happy with him. Oh, um, the other thing to note that we should bring up too while we're on that preview was uh, at the top they did mention that Yu-Gi-Oh! has been
0: pushed back to April. Um, There's a bunch of rumors floating around about why. but Color me surprised. Wow, Wizkid's pushing his head back. Except
2: they've
1: already pushed it back four times, so this will be the fifth time now. Let's talk about our favorite hero in a wheelchair. Professor X, Charles Poor Oracle. now we are not talking about the AVX one yet. We're talking about the official spoiler on HeroClicks.com for the Days of Future Past. Professor X, and I don't know what you guys think, but I I'm not too keen on this guy. So let's talk about him first and what he does. The cool thing about him is that he has improved targeting everything. Yes, everything elevated, hindering, blocking, including. Characters. Excuse me. In- including Elevated, which I said, they better not be given out all the time to Guess people <laughs> or else they're going to break the game. Dark side is already... A, don't get me started on Dark Side. So Professor X ignores Elevated as well on targeting. Uh, he has a trait, to me, my X-Men. This is kind of similar to Lalandra's uh, power. You give Professor X a power action and choose a friendly character that is not within range, and that's not a keyword uh, restriction. It could be anybody. That's not within his 8 range. Place the chosen character adjacent to him, and that character can't be given an action Oh, I didn't
2: notice that didn't have a keyword restriction.
1: Correct. So what I was thinking, you could use old uh, Warstar with this. But then again, if you're going to do that, why not run to Lalandra for yeah, cheaper?
2: 150 points for him.
1: Like And Lalandra could leadership off of Lord Warstar.
2: You would have to do, I feel like for 150 points, you'd have to do something fancy like Galactus or something like
1: or it'd that. Or it would have to be a giant ass game. And you could have a couple, like a medic sitting beside Wait, Professor X. Wait,
2: what's Galactus' Herald? 150 or less? Yeah. Professor X Galactus Herald shoots through anything. Um, but I
1: guess ca- you could because it's place that character adjacent to Professor X. The only thing is his combat values can't be modified, but we'll get to that. Uh, movement power is his powers and abilities cannot be countered or ignored. He has Sharpshooter with 8 range and Psychic Blast on his entire dial. And he has a damage power for most of his dial. Psychic Entity. He has leadership, outwit, perplex, and his values can't be modified.
0: I think the value is not being able to be modified is what keeps him from being absolutely stupid.
1: (laughs) Well, it's that on top of the fact that unlike GSX Professor X, this guy has to get in range of people, and that leaves him susceptible susceptible. I feel like if I've played one of these Professor X's, he has no moving attack, as he shouldn't. Yeah. And he has no defense powers, as he shouldn't. I like the the design of the the dial. No
2: wheeling shot?
1: (laughs) You mean rolling shot? Rolling (laughs) shot, that's what it was, yeah. I like the... I like how they designed it. I like his powers. I just think they overcosted him a little bit. I think you,
2: his lack of mind control makes me sad. If he had mind control, nah, I think he'd be great for what I an,
1: an intelligent player is going to let you move him up and then fly right over your other guy, smoke smack him. this guy one time and knock him on his 9 attack 1 damage click or 9 attack 2 damage click. Like Then he's either dead or you don't give a shit about him anymore. You know
2: what I don't like about him, though? I do not like end-dial enhancement. That's one of my, like, least favorite powers to end up with on an end dial.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's pretty much useless most of the time at that point. He's, um,
2: I think, he's okay. I just really wish we got more for the points. I guess, I see what Drew's saying, though. If he really had a lot more or had, could let his combat values be modified, that, tr- he would be a gauntlet choice to me. Like, with that, like, I would throw a gauntlet on him. I'd roll it up, he'd just ignore everything, and he'd just be shooting through stuff. He's I'd got terrible death.
0: keywords, too. He's just he I wouldn't say, has
2: X-Men. That's it. I
0: wouldn't say that's a terrible keyword. There's
2: still a lot of options with
0: X-Men. Yeah, he's, but, he's no yeah. static.
2: But... I'm wondering, though, if they're going to put a uh, Days of Future Past Professor X, like another one from like the alternate timeline that would change they back might. into him or something.
1: Uh, well, then you would think that this guy would have morph though. Yeah. Or something similar. Well, most of the per- ones that get promoted into don't usually. Well, let's talk about the Professor X from Avengers vs. X-Men. Oh, buddy. And uh,
2: <laughs> Austin, do you uh, want to talk about him? Well, we talked about him once before, but dear God, this man's a monster. So, the AVX Professor X for 150 points shows you what you really do get out of a broken-ass Professor X oh, for 150 points. Start him out, he's got 8 range, triple bolt, X-Men 150 points... Has Avengers, X-Men, and Illuminati keywords. <laughs> he ignores hindering terrain on targeting, so he doesn't get all the bonuses from the other one, like ignoring yeah, but... all that other crap. But Austin, what can he do differently? Everything. His trait is if he doesn't have two action tokens, he gets shape change. Oh, trait and shape change. Yeah, there we go. Um, his movement ability is he can use mind control and is not dealt penetrate or unavoidable damage from it. Opposing characters within range must be given double power actions instead of power actions. <laughs> So, eight range, eight range, not line of fire. By the way, eight range, and it has to be given two tokens every time they do anything. So if your opponent isn't running a team of Indom, LOL, 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 your opponent's gonna take one unavoidable every damn time they want to oh move. Oh my here.
1: god! Yeah, see, this is an example of, uh, and also one fifty points dial That's what we were saying. brings more to the table. Oh yeah, yeah. because He's, he he doesn't ignore everything that profe- the other Professor X ignores. But he does have the, shape, the traded shape change, which does help him. Like we said, the other one has absolutely nothing helping him on defense. This guy at least has traded shape change. He also has three bolts, though, and when range. he's targeting. And that other ability, the, the giving tokens ability, is going to go a lot longer way than the, oh, I'm going to deal you two or three pin at a time and take pushing like the other one does. Like I would rather have a control piece like this than I would a decent attacker piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. know, we haven't
2: even gotten to the be- some of the best parts of him too. Yeah, his defense power is he can use Mastermind. When he does, he can double or he can deal divide the damage dealt between two adjacent friendly characters that share a keyword with him. And Which then, is yeah, stupid. Yeah, extremely his, stupid. His damage power is he can use Empower Enhancement Leadership. And when he uses Leadership and succeeds, he may remove up to one action token from each a friendly char- each. Adjacent friendly character with the X-Men
0: key. Which is stupid. <laughs> so, not only is he an amazing support piece to keep back... But what about that uh, movement ability, Austin? Yeah, the mind control and then the double
1: power actions. I mean, like, that's just stupid. Because what your opponent's going to want to do is go after him first. and Because they'll be like, well, I can't deal with this double action tokens every time i gotta kill professor x not whenever he can mastermind you hit him for four he splits it between two toughness characters and they only took two to de- you know one damage each or something like that if like- you
2: told me to build a ridiculous team with him let's say 500 points i would pick park map i'd run him phoenix five cyclops and somebody else and he would be enhancing and empowering them and then on down dial he drops onto the cap with three bolts at eight range like that's not
0: ridiculous the thing that's stupid is say you have like Colossus or someone near him and they do come in on you and Colossus is there he's going to get empowered and he's going to get masterminded too
1: and take nothing
0: and probably take nothing and let's be honest and then he's going to hit you in the face cause just I just a- feel
1: like this is a piece we're going to see a lot of in the future so this is the Avengers uh, top 10 prize and then we have Hope Summers uh, normal Hope not White Phoenix Hope she's oh. one hundred and.
2: What? Well, they don't have the team abilities on here. Or for what happens when you put them on the team base.
1: Oh. Well, it's probably what will be on the card. His, well, his is a... I believe he can use my controls of free action when he pops off. Um, Hope Summers is the X-Men side, right? Yeah. Yeah, number 16, X-Men um, side.
2: Her asset ability is you can choose any other asset ability and she can use it pretty
1: um, much. Traded Power Mimic, which is cool, kind of similar to the other one. You give her a free action, choose a standard... Power possessed by any character within four squares, which so is no cool. So no adjacency, which is nice. Hope Summers can use that power until your next turn as if she had a range of six. So she not only gets any power, but if you want to take Psychic Blast or pulse Wave Control or Pulse Wave. Because you can pick
2: someone within four, take Pulse Wave, half your range, and you still wouldn't hit the person you took it from.
1: And then on top of that, she has Charge and Flight Ability on movement, Reflexes on de- uh, defense, and some Mid-Dial, Precision Strike, and Perplex. And some late dial stuff. The thing is, though, she's 122 points. I think she's a little bit too expensive for what she has. You're going to have to have... Like, yeah, the trait has potential, but you're depending on a whole lot of You're relying on the trait, though, for... yeah, Like, honestly, this dial is just as good and worth 75 points like the other one. Like, this doesn't need to be a 122-point dial, in my opinion. The
2: fact that it's restricted to standard powers, too, like, it just... I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to think of a standard power I could get. If I could get any standard power in the game on her, and there isn't one that comes up that really makes me think 122 points, having that on top dial would be good.
1: Um, she does have the Kunlun keyword, though. I did notice we're that. We're saying again. <laughs> and the next figure we're going to talk about also has the Kunlun keyword, which is White Phoenix Hope. Uh, Ouch, I like this one. She's kind of cool. She's 175 points, power cosmic, 10 range, 2 bolts. And top dial, she's going to be very, um, you're going to be really using that that 10 range and her hypersonic with an 11 movement. So you've got a, if you're doing range shots, that'll put it down to a 5. So you've got a 16 square effective swing with power cosmic, so you don't have to worry about pushing. And a 18 impervious. Now once she gets hit off of her top click, she becomes kind of a support piece slash attacker. She gets support, and when she does, you choose. Her attack value becomes twelve, or do not subtract two from the result of the d six. She already has an eleven, a ten. She never is below a ten. I think I take the, ne- so, yeah. the not subtracting
2: two. Having played that Bruce Wayne Prime a few times, yeah.
1: against
0: me, like that is stupid. Oh, I rolled a three. I healed three. Oh, I rolled
2: a six. I healed six. What? <laughs> I mean, that's exp- for one hundred seventy five. Like her dial, she drops onto like steel energy and a revert back to the hope to the main side. Hope Summers, but. I don't know, like, I feel like for 175 she's expensive, but at the same time, I think in a big point game, with a medic like that, dear god, I mean, like, you're repeatedly using that damage power every turn, you're like, support, support,
1: support. Her last four clicks, she has steel energy, and on her last two clicks, she has a revert into the hope that we just talked about, on the same click number, minus two, so she would heal two clicks when she goes onto the other hope. Um... I agree that she would be good in high points games. Other than that, she's not really worth it. You know, I, I don't agree. think. Um, but in a, like, if you're playing a big, fun theme team game, like we She'll do good. it from time to time, like you if, know, if you're so running a big X Men team or a big Avengers team, then she would be great because even if your opponents do manage to hit her off of her hypersonic, then, oh well, now all my other 150, 200 point characters I have run around the board can be healed basically full in one not to mention
2: a 10 range 2 bold end cap too Um, I really like her though for the Kunlun keyword because she fills a lot of roles that Kunlun teams are going to be missing because you're not going to get a lot of high range good healing pieces in Kunlun you're going to have a lot
1: of of melee Melee. pieces
2: and that end cap's good for slowing down enemies as they come in on Kunlun give you a few extra attacks in there Um, I like her, I mean like as you said 175, I don't know I'd use her a lot I think once in a while I think I could find a niche in a team that she could fill I think
1: what, this is all obviously wishful thinking. But hopefully that they added ah, the Kunlun keyword hopefully. means that they'll hopefully do all the assassins and just do That's what a lot everybody. of people have been
2: saying and I really hope that's a sub-demon. That You'll be sick.
1: Alright, that's all the spoilers we have for you this week. We're going to move into what we played real quick. Now, Wednesday we were lucky enough to play Superman Legion of Superheroes Sealed. So we have experience with this, guys. You should trust us. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled a Mostly crap, um, mm-hmm. although I did pull two Cosmic Boys, which are good. <laughs> yeah, you totally pulled crap, her. Or uh, which one's the guy who uh, can basically Ultra Boy? Sorry, Ultra Boy, not yeah. Cosmic Boy. Ultra Cosmic Boy is actually pretty good. He's going to be he's super expensive. Yeah, and we were playing 400 points. I pulled a Monel Prime though. So crap. He's pretty. He's okay. He's worth his points. He's not as good as a, as everybody's thinking. I think he everyone's is. really overhyped. Yeah, everything. they are yeah, very. I can tell you. I just played three rounds with them. Tell them what you pulled. 100. He's good, but he. Who did you pull with that I'm ten range here. guy? Um, I had Tellus, who I actually <laughs> was reluctant to play because I wasn't quite sure what he did. I I threw him on the team, and so I had Monel Prime. I had Tellus. And then I had Empress at the cheaper point version, which I do prefer her at the cheaper point version.
0: This team is sick. And the cool the thing about that, yeah. Damn, son. So See, I told you this was, team was
1: just... What I was going for, I, I only lost to a basically unbeatable team. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I only, I, I was going for a wild card abuse team with um, some other tricks. So I, they're all wild cards, as almost everybody in this set Yeah, is. this set is packed with wild cards. And then I have one Mystic. And one Superman ally. Yeah. So on offense, I use Superman ally, I ignore hindering, and then on defense, I switch to mystics. Now, Telus, or first of all, Monel has a traded defend, and on top of that, adjacent friendlies get plus one defense. So That's, that's a, what makes Both a of cry. my characters had um, energy shield at points. Oh, my God. Um, So Telus, that makes Telus a 21 with super senses and toughness. By the way, dear God, man. it makes Emerald Impr- Empress a twenty with or a nineteen with super senses on most of her clicks, or a twenty, uh, or a twenty defense because of her energy shield, or twenty one, sorry, because of energy shield. So it, it was really good synergy. Um, tell us if you guys don't know what he does, and we, we will talk about him later. He is pure sex. He's really cool, and and I'm definitely after playing him. I was so happy with him. I was like, I'm playing this MF again all the time because he was a blast to play. He has a trait where you, friendly characters within four, can draw lines of fire and count range and squares from the square of any one friendly character within four of TELUS. So basically, anybody who's within four of TELUS can draw a line of fire through each other. They confirmed you can chain them, by the way.
2: I noticed you count the squares from the next one. Yeah. So he's fun. Like, he's honestly a piece I'm really looking forward to playing.
1: Um, And then he has TK and Prob. What, and he's wild card. What more do you want out of a sealed piece than this guy? TK, Prob, and then wild the trait card. on top of that with wild card? And then he's a flyer, too, so you can carry, although everybody in the set's a flyer, so there's no point in re- <laughs> pretty uh, much No, it.
2: my team really didn't have... You got lucky. I had
1: one flyer. You pulled, like, all uh, grounded no, we'll people. We'll get to that. Usually yeah. you want flyers. In this sealed, you want grounded people, because there's too many flyers, <laughs> and nobody Hell, can be carried. If you're bored, you can mind control. too. I, I did mind control with him a couple times. Uh,
2: I disagree necessarily that you want grounded people, because the maps
1: that you get stuck with on the OP kit with this one are really flyer-dependent. Yeah, but you have people to carry him is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. True you true. save on actions. Um, this guy was so fun, and and I don't care about having to stay within four because they're staying next to each other anyway because of Monel's trait to yeah. defend. Um, the team was awesome. It was I did some really cool tricks. One trick I figured out towards the end of my first round was I could keep Monel four squares behind Telus, Empress four squares in front of Telus, and then Monel has a ten range, and now he can shoot effectively eighteen squares, which is bonkers. Bronkers. It's broken. I mean, let's get let's be honest here. You have a Monel who is what is you, this collateral damage? Who's hitting you from eighteen <laughs> squares away? Monel has some hypersonic. He always has high defense values. That's what I like about him. And he picks up mid dial invincible, which is great and keeps you mid dial invincible is really annoying when you're fighting mm-hmm. against it. Mm-hmm. And he starts with impervious. So I try to keep him from getting hit straight off um i tried to make them hit empress because she still gets her um mind control and everything the way empress works is and we'll be talking about her later so this will save us some time just talking about her now she has a relic and what you do is at the start of the game you put the relic in her square you can take a power action and auto pick it up you don't fail the roll when she has that relic on there she always has end cap mind control improved targeting ignores hindering and characters and doesn't take mind control damage but when she takes damage from an attack, she has to drop out the eye. But that's not going to happen that often. And also you can
2: pick it up multiple times per game.
1: She can keep picking it up. But when she is assigned the eye and has two tokens, she can use her speed powers as a free action. Which? So basically, she is always either going to be psychic blasting you or mind controlling you or both. Well, what I would do is usually I would go for a psychic blast. Or if I needed to, I would one turn, I would running shot Psychic Blast, take the two tokens, and now I I can't active, when I take the free running shot, I can't use Psychic Blast again. Why? Because I already used Psychic Blast as a free action, because running shot is give a power action, then give a movement. So I can't use, just, just a note for you guys when you go to play her, you can't do the same free running shot ability twice. You can use running shot, but you have to choose something different. So when you have the eye, you always have end cap and mind control, and you don't take damage from mind control. Mm-hmm. So I would just choose mind control and then move people around or make them hit each other. She, I'll, I'll be, I'll go ahead and make a little bold prediction. I think she's potential meta. Um, she's that good yeah, at, at the high good. and the cheaper, but especially at the cheaper and because she has mystical keyword. And you'll find out as we talk about this set there are a lot of potential meta. There's too many, way more than I thought there would be. No There's such there. thing as too many. Drew I meta shifts that. are good. Yeah, this is. I agree. This is this big is, meta is a giant healthy diverse meta. Ginormous meta shift. So, anyways, you guys can check out her dial. All my matches went well. Exaperated the last one being the... <laughs> the last one was a dark side at two hundred and a <laughs> uh, validus at 175 and a validus at one seventy five <laughs> with a toy airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and neither Validus nor Darkseid can take penetrating damage. And I was like, oh, well, that's nice because I was going to hit you with penetrating damage from Empress nonstop every turn. Nope, doesn't matter. Um, okay, I'll just rush up and tie you up. Oh, Darkseid doesn't give a shit. He can shoot through anything on the map while he's tied up. Except elevated. Doesn't matter. Yeah, except elevated. And uh, so I was like, well, my one. There was a point at the beginning where I was like, I can either hit him... Oh, did I mention Darkseid has 10 range? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can either hit him first or hope that he misses me... And I went ahead and went for it, and I missed all my attacks. So, do
2: I we even saved. have to Waste. talk about Dark Side? Can we just say that Dark Side at a rare slot was a stupid idea to have a piece like this that common in sealed? You, that, that's the he's thing. He's not
1: going to be that good meta. I'll tell well, you what. Yeah, right no, no, no. But in Sealed? But for Sealed, and Validus, too. They're both extremely problematic. But at
0: least Validus is an SR. Yeah. If you somehow get Dark side and Validus on the same team, and you don't win it, <laughs> like, it's just nuts. That but, guy um, got so lucky. I
1: still even almost like towards the end. I tried to get uh, two mind controls off in the same turn, one from her regular yeah. ability, and then using it as a free action with her other thing. And I just missed. Hit I it. kept missing my attacks, yeah. even with prob. So um, uh-huh. or no, I did finally hit uh, Baladus, and I was going to running shot. Hit dark Side and make him take a token from the Brain Bolt thing, which is stupid good, by the way. And, and it works with his Pulse Wave. He had Giant Size Breakaway, or Plus One to Breakaway from the toy, and I missed it twice. You know whose stock is really
0: rising in this set? Is uh, people with Exploit Weakness. Because um, generally, if you notice, they can't be targeted or damaged by penetrating Psychic
1: Blast. Oh, yeah. No, Dark Side doesn't care about pen- penetrating yeah. at all. Really? Though. Yeah. Oh, now, Validus he- does. Validus does take oh, okay. exploit, but Dark Side just. He can reduce penetrating damage. Oh, that's so bullshit. he still gets imp- yeah he still gets impervious, I which he hit by the way.
2: I think Orion though Orion is a hard counter to Dark Side because
1: he ignores his defense powers at least. Yeah, which is thematic. But yeah. Anyways, that was my team. It was really fun. I really enjoyed Slosh Sealed. It's a great sealed set. We'll be talking about it more. What'd you guys pull? Um, per usual, I pulled a Prime. I pulled a
2: eat? I pulled a Riddler Prime. Um, Evernigma. Yeah. Which he was really fun. He's a great piece, but I don't think he's that good for this Sealed. He is not that good for Sealed. My issue with him... Well, I'll go ahead and describe my whole team first. Um, My polls were... I pulled like eight wild cards. One with no team ability. And then the last one was a science police. So Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to have access to police. So I was looking at my pieces. I was like, I have some powerful range choices here. What I need is a way to get through hindering. I didn't have a Superman ally to copy. Because actually there aren't... mon els like one of the few Superman allies in this besides Superboy. Correct. Um, so I didn't really have any good options there. So I went with Edward Nigma because he can ignore hindering from mind control. Which, his mind control is amazing. And then I went with uh, Sensor Girl. Um, to try to pop people off of stealth. I didn't expect stealth to be a huge problem. I knew there was a good amount of it in the set here and there. There's a little bit. Um... She also
1: has Prob, which is always nice. Oh, yeah, and a, and a uh, Perplex. For, for Sealed, uh, having Prob and Perplex in itself is worth it.
2: Um, the other thing that's great about her is she ignores characters. So giving her police made her really easy to trigger her police. Um, I ran... My main piece, though, was Wildfire. Now, Wildfire is one of my good choices. Like I would recommend him, to a point, because he's super tanky as hell. Your opponents are going to gonna focus him. And they're going to have to keep hitting these stop clicks where he can regen. Um, and he has poison on them. And the reason I bring up poison is there's a lot of pieces in this set that have super senses or combat reflexes and stuff like that. And what happens is they'll surround you. They'll drop him down. You'll hit a stop click. Next turn you're like, everyone takes one. I'm going to free action regen. And then I'm going to power action regen. It's ridiculous. Like, he was really hard to kill for my opponents. And then on top of that... If he heals one off of a stop click for any reason, he hits a double power action pulse wave that deals full damage. So Which what, is three. Yeah, for three damage bo- on, on both, both clicks. On both
1: options. Um, With an 11 attack.
2: Yeah. He's he's eight clicks. Both the stop clicks are phasing teleport, um, the special regen, and he has imperv when he has that regen too. With an 18 defense. Oh my god, poisoned. I didn't even
1: realize he got imperv Yeah, he gets imperv and region. This guy's fucking stupid. I know. For he is expensive, though. Yeah.
2: He's got 8 range, 2 bolts, and he's got Losh um, for his team ability. Well, um, oh yeah, he can use Pinsai and Pulse Wave. Yeah, he can use Pinsai on the Clicks Ray as the Pulse Wave thing, too. So, I ran him as my main piece. I was going to copy Police. I was, I'm was. i going to build a little Enhance ball team. That was my goal. Um science police himself kept my opponents from outwitting stuff after moving and stuff like that um he kept my opponents down in, a, in some good ways and he provided police to my team um, i ran an airplane too actually and the reason i liked the airplane was as a tiny figure i could shoot over him but i could use him to tie up enemies at the same time because he has super senses and he was an okay carry at four squares if i had to move somebody up a up elevation or something he can't carry he's tiny oh sorry yeah I never had to run. You into can it. carry him. I was going to use him for that, but I never ended up doing it. Um, Just for the kids, yeah. <laughs> um, however, I did get good damage out of the airplane. He has two damage, freaking nine attack at four range, two bolts, um, and explosion. he has energy explosion. Which... So I was I would set him off to the side, and I would kind of keep him off, and I'd take pot shots here and there, and it was kind of funny. Because of the two bolts, I mean, he hits two to the main character and two to everyone adjacent. Um, I would basically build an enhance ball, set myself up, take a couple pot shots with wildfire, and then when my opponents would get in on me, um, I would re-navigate. I'd, um, I would try to mind control with... Uh, the ri- the problem with the Riddler was he his mind control... He has no moving attack. That's his big downfall.
1: It's Edward Nigma. Oh yeah, sorry,
2: not Riedler. Um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He has he has Prob on his top clicks. I had Prob off Censor Girl, so I had two Probs, which was great, especially with that Regen. Um, and then I had the negative Perplex with her. Um, Edward is a good piece. I wouldn't say he's a great piece. He, he's a
1: great, he's a great, great constructed piece. Yes. I he's think not, he's an amazing constructed he's piece. He's not yeah. a sealed piece by any means. But um, he has he mind also controls. has Barrier, which can help support Seriously, so
0: like, this guy's value. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah,
2: but in sealed, in sealed, the issue was it was hard to get him into a position where he could mind control because the maps we were playing on had a lot of cover and varying elevation on one side. So it was hard to get him somewhere where he could hit somebody with mind control and they would be in the same place the turn after. Um, I loved him for his prob, and I loved him for the fact that he had shape change, because my opponents wasted so many turns trying to hit him. And Indom, Police, all that stuff was great. Um, I actually got good damage out of him just shooting with him at 6 range, because my opponents would kind of forget he could even do that,
0: really. It's also great because you know opposing characters within line of fire can't use shape change.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't get that till his last two clips. That's
1: late dial. But Austin brought up a good point when we were there: is that there's a there's actually quite a bit of shape change in this set. A ton, and him, we'll setting, get to that. him setting him uh, setting him hitting that ability late dial helps because it's not even within range; it's just within line of fire. So, so anybody he can see can't use shape change. They it.
2: could be in their starting area if there's a clear line of fire from your starting area to theirs, and you could they wouldn't be able to use it. But uh, the other thing is the morph thing, because I didn't go up against a shrinking violet, but I know that there were some people who were playing or not what's there's a few morph pieces in the set, aren't there?
1: Couple. Um, but I know that uh, two of them
2: require an OP more, kit, don't more they? Drew, more Drew, Morph. Yeah, but he requires an OP kit. Yeah, he,
1: he requires a peak Actually so does shrinking violet.
2: Yeah, so it wouldn't have been a problem. But my team did great. Um, first round my opponent tried to blast wildfire got him down and i had him in like a pit he was my last piece he charged him with three pieces hit a stop click i healed one with the free action double power action and killed all three
1: um wildfire was a he's honestly fun to play and then they have to hit you on that stop click again if they somehow live through the pulse wave (laughs) it's so fucking (laughs) stupid He and then just... you hit another stop click at the end of your <laughs> dial again with the same exact would... situation. He's and then piece... if
0: you go up and you hit that stop click and then regen again, can you imagine this guy with mystics?
2: I know, right? I'm just—he's just—he's one of those. It's been a while since I've had like a piece specifically that I could say like was super fun to play. But he was a blast, just single piece to play. Um, I didn't even really need the rest of the team half the time because he was carrying everything. Um. <laughs> Darkseid gave me a huge run for my money, though. I do not have... That piece is just not fun uh, to fight. I'll, I'll talk about Darkseid. Yeah, uh, he's just not a fun piece to fight. He's got way too high of range for ignoring everything. His abilities are really... His traits are stupid. He should not be a rare for sealed balance. Oh my gosh. And I saw so many Darksides get there. There were a
0: ton of Darkseids. I personally went against two. I my
2: last fun. round, I, I fought on a very open map... And my opponent gave me the opportunity to police ball close to him. So I was able to shoot dark side turn after turn. And when you have a good police ball going like that, um, you're talking almost negative two when anyone's shooting a dark side. And the good thing about that dark side is he does have a glass jaw. If you get at 200, I should say. If you do get through that imperv and hit him for like three or whatever, you can get him down to, um, you can get him down to toughness. And then once he was down to toughness, the Airplane, Riddler, and all them
1: were taking pot shots at him. Yeah. So I was just... Uh,
0: but
2: just the, problem is,
0: the problem is getting him there.
1: Though. Yeah. Getting through that imperv is a nightmare. One thing I'll say before Drew talks about his team. Um, I, I found this was when I was thinking about this set as sealed when I was planning our stuff, I I came to a funny conclusion. Like Usually when you're, you're looking at a set as sealed and you're playing sealed and building your team a wild card holds a ton of stock in your. and yeah. Yeah. In, in your, you're like, oh shit, this is a wild card. Like I can do, I should put on this, this is my team <laughs> and abuse these things. Cards. But in this set, it's the pieces that actually have team abilities that you're like, yeah. they hold the value because everybody uses so a wild card. Because, so when you pull that policeman, even if that policeman sucked, you're like, I need this police That's team exactly ability. what it was. You know what I mean? Like, and I when need... I pulled Monel, I was like, I need the Superman ability because I had everybody else in my packs are wild cards. It's like the opposite. It's opposite and the one thing day. I do
2: like is there is enough ignoring hindering in this where in previous sealed sets like before Invincible Iron Man improved targeting, I do feel like there was a problem handling stealth. Like range teams were not something you wanted to play in sealed typically because like Batman there was a ton of stealth um, ranged pieces. There were only the two Black Queen. They were both Prime. Black Queen and Bruce Wayne Prime that could see through stealth. For the most part... like The
1: chase Batman, if you want to count that. Oh, yeah.
2: But it was was really hard to build a good range team in those sets. This set, because of the wild card and because of the improved targeting, I feel like it's a lot more viable, which I really like that I can sit and do that. And it was the same thing with Iron Man. I liked the variety of teams I felt like I could have played.
1: Drew, what was your team?
0: It was a team. (laughs) It was a team? My rares were White Witch and Computo.
1: Um, Pugh, Did you, Pugh, you play Johnny Five?
0: No, I didn't play Johnny. What?
1: He's Did you good. play White Witch?
0: Yes, I played White Witch. All right. My team was White Witch, Mister Miracle. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Sensor Girl. I like Sensor Girl. She's but she has a weird. Bio. Uh, Sensor Girl and uh, Giganta.
1: How was Giganta? Because I'm interested in her.
0: Okay, she's interesting. Um, she's got a Banner Click, where she's got Earthbound, Earthbound, and, uh, Enhancement. Oh,
2: huh, that's actually kind of interesting.
0: So, you push her off of that, and then she becomes Giganta. hmm She has, uh, Charge, Super Strength, Invincible, and
1: Outwit. With a 4 damage, which is very With a tasty. Four damage. For 110 points, yeah. She's yeah.
0: actually really good, and, uh, but, uh, my team was very... The term is finesse It was very luck-based, and I had three shape-changes. Mr. Miracle's so hard to <laughs> I had three shape-changes. And then you have Mr.
1: Miracle who basically can't be hit.
0: He can be hit, trust me. Um, I mean, if you want him to do things, he can be hit. <laughs> um, but yeah... Uh, first game I went up against—I don't even remember what I went up against—but it was actually, you know, I could actually—I would—I could have won. The second game I went up against Darkside, who just shit all over me, <laughs> and then, you know, made me cry. And then I got a bye, so I won one and two. But uh yeah, let me just say about this Darkside: when care when your team's very stealth-based, and you know. Doesn't have a lot of movement attack, and you have to play it out. Shit's gonna go bad when you go up against, like, a Juggernaut, like, Darkseid, you know?
1: I like White Witch. Um, As a constructed piece, she has shit tons of meta potential, and we may talk about that later. As a sealed piece, she's just kind of, she's okay. okay. She's not um, as amazing as she is meta-wise, and and we'll get into that later. Censor
0: Girl, I really like. um, I got a lot of use out of her because she can, you know, perk down a character's attack or defense, which is great, you know. And the prob and the barrier. The prob and the barrier and the shape change. So I had three shape changes on my team, and I hit, like, two of them. I literally made, like, ten shape change rolls and hit, like, two
1: um let's get into the slosh sealed and what we do whenever we go over a sealed advice for a set everything sucks trust me is we we go through each rarity and we tell you what we feel are the best pieces at that rarity and we take turns picking one until we go through about three each and then once we get to the chases and the primes instead of doing those separately since there's not that many we do them together so there'll be a common a uncommon a rare we will do super rares by themselves since there are so many and then we'll do a prime slash a chase and we'll just do two for those so basically we're going to go through the common slot you're likely to in your booster to have two at least two if not three commons and honestly for the most part i think the commons are the best in this set for sealed Mm mm-hmm um, there's a su- I don't know. There's some really good rares. That's true. I was going to say, the common and the rares are the two like really, really good slots in this set. Um, it, it, I'll let you guys go first. Tell me what you think is the best common sealed, and if somebody else says one that you wanted to say, then move on to the next one.
2: Huh? Common sealed.
1: And we're going from Cosmic Boy all the way down to Giganta, who is the last common.
2: Oh, man, I have a hard choice between two of
1: them. Drew, you want to go? Yeah, Timberwolf.
0: Yep, yeah, there was one of mine. Um, Timberwolf's so sick. I honestly wish I would have pulled one. He starts with an 11 attack, 11 movement charge, 17 toughness. Is that reflexes? F- is that reflexes? My God, he's even better. Um, and that's Battle Fury, right? Yep. Yes. So... Yeah, Battle Fury. Sorry, I'm colorblind.
1: <laughs> Which we said, there's quite a bit of shape change, yeah. so having Battle Fury would it's, be nice. It annoys it is, the crap
0: out of me. Yeah. So, like, he just, like, this guy's amazing. He's just your big old beater. He beat it. He's a
1: really good tie He He also has a really cool um, yeah, attack power player. late dial where he gets... Range of 6 and basically gets Blades on ranged attacks. This guy's Captain Blades. And then he gets a special defense uh, power at the end, too, where he gets regen. And he can use that as a free if he's been given a close combat action. So at one point, you can Flurry or Exploit and then regen for free. <laughs> if you're going to the casino,
0: you're going to be playing Timberwolf.
1: And he's a wild card for 97 points. Austin? Talk about the science police officer. We're going to have to do it eventually. Uh, yeah, All right. Even the obvious choice for who's going to affect the meta is, of course, um, Highfather. These guys have, have just as much yeah. of a chance as being broken. These guys are, are game breaking. Honestly, I feel
2: like they need to get
1: changed. Like this is
2: immediately. A, this as, is not a fun piece.
1: As sealed or inconstructive, they are stupid good.
2: Okay, so their damage power is when an opposing character within eight squares is given a free action. If that character has been given a non-free action this turn, after actions resolve, deal them one unavoidable. How dumb is that? Now, this works on any free action. This is outwit. This is perplex. This is charge. This is running shot. This is flurry. This is hypersonic, which hypersonic. stops the mymonel. Yeah, this is just. <laughs> There's no point for that power to exist within eight squares, especially.
1: An interesting thing about this power, this is similar to World Breakers when he gets shot and then after action resolve he can be teleported over. Is that the trigger for this power kicks in as soon as the free action is given. So even after that free action resolves, if you the person knocked four. science police off of the power or kills him completely, you still have to take the the uh, one unavoidable damage because the, this ability kicks in as soon as that free action is given. Not when it resolves, when it's given. So even if you hit these guys, that's just a note. If you're playing these guys, don't think in your head, oh, I, I don't care about that. If I hit them hard enough to knock them off of it, it won't matter. You'll still have to take the one unavoidable. Yeah, I mean like- and if you have multiple science police, you will take one damage for each one that's there. So it will stack. Mm-hmm. It'll be separate instances too. So if you have stop clicks or you have Bizarro, it'll eat right through Bizarro's token. It basically
2: goes take one, take one.
1: Take Take one, one, take take one. one. It's not take nine at once. Right.
2: These are so stupid. Yeah, like even if your opponent had a ball of nine of them, and you're like, I have a really good energy explosion that has five bolts, I'm going to shoot the middle one and kill them all. Well, you're going to take nine unavoidable afterwards, even if they all die. (laughs) And that's retarded. Like, there's just no... Who designed this? The designer needs to be taken out back and shot. Like, this is not like I know we say this, this is week. not exaggeration.
1: <laughs> just take the guy, find him, and just be like, Whoa. "I kind of, even though they're a little too good, I kind of like them existing." I do personally. too, and because you, free actions were getting out of control too. Well, we? they and they also, along with White Witch, are really going to hurt book teams. Yeah, this guy really hurts book split teams. Split lip, especially, um, and charge in general, and, and running shot and everything. The thing is, with these, police, against these police, with some intelligent maneuvering and uh, just kind of using your brain, you can work around it and it's not super game breaking. Hypersonic especially. But in... What?
0: Hypersonic still triggering.
1: Yeah. It does? Yes.
0: Even out of the eight squares? Yes. It's it in- so stupid. Because <laughs> they've been given
2: the power axe and they're given the free action attack. Sorry. Continue, Hunter.
1: I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> Basically... Oh, in, in Sealed, especially with players who aren't super experienced or super good, these guys, a a, a, hor- a horrible player with these guys on their team will take out 95% of the people they face just on sheer having this ability. This That's guy is the I'm definition against. of hero clicks bun An intelligent player can get around these guys. Yeah, this is your this is your flowchart, Justice Ken. Jabs. This is flowchart, kin of the... Hero Clicks World. That's oh my gosh, he's so sad. really,
2: Really, the thing is, you full move base him. Well, if your opponent decides to be a douchebag and play like 50 of them and construct it or whatever, it's not as big of a problem, I think, because you can just full move base him and kill them all. The problem is when they run one or two of them with a bigger team, or with a nicer team. With a better piece, yeah. helping them out. Yeah. I Alone, I didn't know they worked on all the extra stuff when we did the sealed. I was only using them for if my opponent tried to outwit or perplex afterwards. But no! Which, that alone was amazing. Because, like, Darkside would charge or shoot or something and try to outwit something, and he couldn't or he take a damage. So, I mean, like, they were good like that. <laughs> Nonetheless, now that I know all this other stuff, it would have completely changed the night of how it played.
1: And, and an example of how you can work around them with my team, I, I decided to keep Mo'nel back, shoot through somebody else, instead of hypersonicing around... I just shot, I used my team, figured out what I could do, and then I went from there. And then later, I TK'd up my Empress, where she was already within eight, and then I just stayed there in Psychic Blasted instead of running Shot Psychic Blast. So there are ways to get around it. You just have to be it's smart. It's just for 45 points, your opponent's forcing yeah. you into them. So Austin's absolutely right. These guys are uh, at the top of the sealed for common slot. For my number one comment, I'm going to say Cosmic Boy. Yeah. Cosmic Boy is really good. Cosmic Boy is pretty good constructed or sealed, but especially sealed. And that's because he can TK five times in three turns. And I'll explain how. He has a Magno Ball Champion power. You give him a power action, and he can use TK twice as a free action. So each turn, this is if you just wanted to go for TK, moving your guys into position, which in this set, again, everybody and their mom flies in this set. So you're not going to be carrying and saving actions. So this guy can TK your friendlies up and control the board since you can't be carrying your guys around. So he can do that each turn. And then on your third turn, when he has two tokens, he can use TK again as a free action and then clear, similar to the Magneto from AVX. And then on top of that, he has leadership, and he can clear off of any Legion of Superheroes keyword, which is quite well, a few things. 90% figures. of the set. <laughs> then late dial, he gets in cap and barrier and outwit to help out the rest of your team. So I really like him quite I, a
2: bit. I do, too. Um, I pulled one, actually, and I almost put him on my team. But he got edged
1: out for
0: a few other pieces. All right, who went first? Drew did. I did. Drew, number
1: two common?
0: Number two common? Um... Mm, Man, this is rough. I'll uh, go ahead and say Sensor Girl. Okay. Um, she's like she's a great support piece, and I think she fills a slot that needs that is needed in the set, and that's low point, lower point support pieces. Because if you look at the cost in the set, they are pretty high. On average, high.
1: <laughs> on average, it's pretty high. Yeah, around the eighty ish. Point average, if not 90. Yeah, or she, you're
0: getting a lot of value out of her. She's a good prob piece. She can see through, she ignores characters and ignores, ignores hindering, so she's good for, you know, propping through characters and stuff. She's pretty solid
1: overall. And um, has barrier too. Actually, barrier. the reason I
0: like her and the reason I got a lot of play out of her,
2: um, and I was going to explain this earlier when Drew was going over his team, um, this set has a good amount of super senses and a good amount of reducers. So you know what power is really good in this set when it comes up? Precision Strike. And this hoe has a freaking flurry yeah. Precision Strike for her last two clicks. Oh, this hoe. And I got some good use out of that. I had opponents with Super Senses or Tiny characters that were really annoying tying me up. And I was basically guaranteed to smack them with a 10 attack flurry at least once for one damage. Austin, your other common? Um, Daxamite, actually. Yeah, At really. either point value. Um, I saw them played to the good effect um, they're kind of expensive at their higher point at their lower point they're still really good um, they have running shot at their height at their highest point they have running shot energy explosion in vol and they ignore hindering terrain um, they also have a trait where if there's a character named dark side on on the map at all they get plus one attack in the opponent and uh, they get minus one defense um, at their half dial though which how many points is their half dial um, So a 100. straight 100. Um, they have running shot Pinsai, ranged combat expert. While Sixth you, range. Yeah. While you can't use Pinsai and RCE together, having the option is really big in this set because there is a good mix of reducers and dodgers in this. Um, personally, I saw them used first round against me. Um, what sucks is after you've beat the crap out of them, mm-hmm. they drop onto a tolerable charge, super strength, close combat expert set of clicks, or pair of clicks, and then they drop on a regen. They're they're really good. F- like I won't call them filler because they're kind of expensive for filler, but they were really solid pieces that I saw. They have two hypersonic
1: clicks too. I really like them at, for the extra twenty two points. You get yeah. two, two good clicks. Twenty two points for two clicks, both having good moving attack with running shot and then hypersonic. Like that's pretty good. Twenty two. They
2: really they screwed up a lot of my plans too, having that ignoring hindering. Cause my team was relying on hindering for good defensive bonuses. Um, and energy explosion on top of that. Hey, police ball, that's really going to get wrecked by this. Um, and then, as I said, late dial, they pick up charge, super strength, close combat expert. So, you know, they would fly out, grab an object, fly back, smack somebody. Oh, no, I missed. I'm just going to close combat expert next turn. Um, They're were they were really good for their points. Um, I, I'm actually looking forward to I'm going to play them in a constructed eventually,
0: too.
1: My last one is a piece that I also made.
0: You got two more to go, buddy.
1: We're just gonna do two each because I just realized I there's actually not that many different commons and uncommons. I wanted to in talk about set. something, but okay, we're you can talk about it. Um, but first, I want to talk about Phantom Girl because I think she may even have potential, constructed and competitive wise. Um, she's 72 point wild card. She has no range, which a lot of figures in this set do have range, but she has something far better. She has a 12 movement fa- special phase teleport. When she uses phase and passes through any squares occupied by characters holding an object, she may remove any of those objects from the game. Don't care about that. What well, we care about this next part. When she uses phasing and passes through characters assigned any relics or resources, those characters can't use those relics or resources until your next turn. Now the cool thing about this is this isn't stopping one person with a twelve movement phase on most maps. You can, you can hit teams. two or three and get behind a wall to safety. Yep. And then you take her attack power too. She can use end cap when she's given a move action. Oh, what's a move action? Phasing teleport. After actions resolve, she may be given a close combat action as a free action, targeting any one opposing character occupying a square she moved through. So she moves so through. So she combat. moves through. Stops you from using your resources. And then gets to free end cap against one of your guys with a 10 attack. And meanwhile has super sense shape change and just phase behind a wall into safety. My, She's really legit. I
2: don't know how the hell you're supposed to stop her. Plasticity won't stop phasing. I mean, like, really, what trick is there to stop her from moving through you? There There's not. You thing. just
1: have to really pay attention to how far she can go. And even if she just wants to play it safe, move up six, hit one guy, move back to her, you know, her rest of her team, yeah. she just took away your benefits of resources and she took away her object if you're a super strength, which there are a few in the set, and then got the free end cap you without you without still being there in your face for you to hit next turn.
2: Is Emerald Empress a rare in the set? Yes. Yeah. I would honestly say that her trade actually is viable in Sealed for that reason.
1: That's true. She would completely get rid of the Emerald Empress's ability to get the free action with two tokens. Yeah. yeah. Drew, you can talk about that one and figure all the that abilities you want to talk about. Oh, I
0: want to talk about Polar Boy. Polar uh, Boy is pretty good. He's okay. Cool. I like Polar Boy. And I think he's better than people say. Um, especially, especially Hunter. The thing that makes I didn't him say bad. I'm just kidding. The thing that makes him great is that his trait when he's when he is targeted, when he or an adjacent friendly character are targeted by a ranged combat attack, the attacker can't use energy explosion, which is pretty awesome, and I don't think we've ever seen anything like that nope. up until this point. Uh, honestly,
2: I wish I would have pulled him and sealed. I would have run him on my police ball.
0: He's Yeah, he's got enhancement, and he has an in-cap where if they don't have an action token, you give that character two action tokens instead.
2: I mean, I I personally would love him on a ranged team just because he could, he could wildcard
1: police, yeah. He enhances my big attacker and then he keeps my ball safe. Yeah, and, and he then barriers you barrier your team. I, in. I think he's pretty great. So yeah. Long range barrier six or higher. Actually, goes a lot farther than most people realize. I yeah, still like two bold cap that gives two tokens. Like, and I don't mean farther. Yeah, as Yeah, if in, he
0: targets two characters <laughs> and they don't have the <laughs> he action gets token, four tokens. Four
2: tokens. And there's not a ton of willpower in this set. Yeah,
1: that's true. There isn't. That's another thing. I I, I actually really dig Polar Boy. So I, I'm really he's confused not as why he
2: has leadership down
1: dial though. All right, let's move down to Uncommons, which ranges, and we're not doing Primes. That'll be in a different slot. Cheetah. Ranges from uh, Cheetah all the way down to, Colossal, to Boy. Colossal Boy, I believe. A lot of
0: Uncommons, in I set.
1: Yeah, Cheetah to Colossal Boy. And does anybody want to start off with their number one Uncommon? I've already talked about him. I'm going with Wildfire. If no. he shows up in a booster, I'm playing. You mean che- Iron Man? Yeah. <laughs> Drew, your number one
0: Uncommon? Or <laughs> right, uh, you want me to go first? You can go.
1: Okay, I, I think Lex is is awesome. Yeah, he especially is. for Seal. Um, and again, he's something provides, about having two good TAs he, to. He provides each. a a really good team ability for your all your wild cards, and that's Superman enemy. Um, his trait is uh, Lex's powers can't be countered. Adjacent friendly characters with a lower point value have Superman enemy team ability. He's 150 points.
2: Oh, so then really Underworld's what you'd copy.
1: Well, the thing is, though, um, Flyers can't carry Flyers anyways. Well, that's what I was about
2: to ask is does Underworld or combat symbols? No, it Uh. doesn't.
1: It'll it'll still come into play. But uh, what's cool is he has wing Symbol, and he can use Invulnerability and Running Shot. And he has a 10-range Psychic Blast, 18 Defend, and Prop Control. That's a hell of a top click. Oh, yeah. So you take that top click... And he has a just as good second click. He loses one damage, but he gets one attack, and he still has penetrating and an eighteen defend. So you you get really good attack clicks on top of giving everybody outwit or you know getting some outwit daisy chains going. That goes a long way. Especially we he also has endom which we just mentioned. There's not a lot of endom in the set. And then light dial he gets RCE and precision strike, which does combo together. And he picks up some masterminds. You know what
2: I'd like to play him with, Polar Boy. Build a nice little defend
1: ball, throw out some end
2: caps with Polar Boy. Got Lex is tearing him up and defending him.
1: There are there are other um, good uncommons. Um, like Austin said, Wildfire's really good, but I, I just kind of like this Lex. And, again, the giving a good team ability goes a long way in this set. Oh, yeah. Drew, a special uncommon?
0: Uh, Mr. Miracle. I mean, I really like him. He's, he's a really good secondary attacker. He's kind of expensive.
1: I think he'll be a, a solid... Um, constructed piece. I don't know I've, how much I like him in this sealed though.
0: Yeah, this sealed he kind of sucks.
1: I think S- if, if there weren't so many flyers and he could carry people, in, as far as being more utility wise, like he would be. Even so lighter. since
0: I talked about Mister Miracle, let's talk about Kalback.
1: Because <laughs> really, is a monster. Because
0: I really like Kalback. I was actually for right 150 there, points, you get like eight. You get eight clicks of just BPS pure. Clicks. Man. Is, man. You don't have to ask where the beef is. This man is the beef. <laughs> so, uh, if you give him a double power action, he's got a trait, place him to into an opposing character with a higher point value, and he may make a close combat attack targeting that character as a free action. And that's with him
1: having a object in his hands. Yeah. Like he could go right next to Darkseid and swing <laughs> That's six. what I was about to say. He is what I would use against Darkseid.
0: He's so fun, and this guy looks like... But, uh, that other trait makes him really good against Darkseid, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If a character named Darkseid or Orion is on the map, modify Calibax's attack value by plus one and his defense value by minus one.
1: Um, Once again, Battle Fury, there's a lot of shape change in this set. He gets Invincible at random smatterings in his dial. Which is annoying. (laughs) He gets the Sidestep CCE combo that we've grown to love. He gets... And Flurry Precision Strike, which we've grown to love. He gets an 18
0: Invincible on his second the last click. (laughs) <laughs> he just we He's hate. got an angry neck beard Yeah you, you, This is one of the pieces that they think that they'll kill
1: But they won't
0: kill He's just a, He is
1: a solid beater piece I do like
0: him Honestly
2: not knowing him well I would think I'd hit him for like 4 or 5 And he'd be like near death And then he lands yeah. on like an 18 invincible <laughs> You're just <precision>. like why <laughs> I hate my life
1: I'm going to do my other uncommon real quick And that's Gates Gates is good. Gates, okay. When you when we spoiled his dial, we were like he's okay. But then when you looked at when you look at the rest of the set, he brings a lot of stuff that, that you, isn't available that actually goes pretty well with the rest of the sealed set, and namely being that he can carry all those flyers that I said are a pain in the butt of having. Because nobody can carry anybody, so you you have to spend... And there's not a lot of willpower, so you're, you're, the pacing is really weird in this. Yeah. So he helps your team tremendously. By only costing 60 points, he can phase, carry up to four friendlies, regardless so of speed. So that's your whole SEAL team, period. Like yes, regardless really of speed them. symbols, and that's not keyword-based either. It can be dark side and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. He can carry them all with him, uh, regardless of symbols. And if all... All of them carry uh, shared a keyword with them, so if you did have all Legion of superheroes, which is future, which is not hard to do, future or future, is like most of the set, yeah, almost everybody in this set has future. Seriously, don't don't modify a speed so a full fourteen, 14 square. Carry twelve and, is still, and right. then super senses fifty uh, fifty, and then his second click you can push him onto perplex, so he can at least help out a little bit. And then he's uh, on top of that, he's got wild card. So if you've got mystics or if you've got police. Superman enemy or you've got police, he can still be utility with perplex plus the wild card. And see what's ridiculous
2: about that whole teleport thing is once again these OP kit maps are a pain to navigate if you don't have a lot of flyers on your team. Yeah, and being able to move fourteen to a corner. If your opponent's slowed down for any reason, like let's say they have one piece that's not a flyer, they're going to navigate the whole damn maze to get over there on one side. Austin, who's your number two on common? Um, I'm trying to remember who I had. I think I'm going to go with Light Ray. Um, I saw Light Ray played a really good effect. Um, he's a cheap 12-movement hypersonic, I think, for 124 points. I think that's pretty good for a 12-movement hypersonic. Piece. Seven range. Seven range. 16, double bolt, 16-square swing. Um, He can use Perplex to target allied characters, which, honestly, Perplex is something you don't see a ton of in this set. There's a little bit. Um, And Perplex is great in this set because you need to get... There's a few characters you've got to hit a really high attack value. There's a good amount of Combat reflexes, energy shield here and there, too. Mm -hmm. Um, He himself, on his dial, he's hypersonic. Two clicks in, he picks up... Or, he's hypersonic toughness, Perplex. Two clicks in, he picks up Precision Strike Super Senses. Then he goes phasing teleport pulse wave super senses, and then he drops on an energy shield, but hypersonic precision strike again on last click. But his damage value is always a 2 or 3. It's 3 most of the time. Um, he's got that perplex, but then when he dies, he blows up and does a 10 attack pulse wave for all characters in 5 squares, and each character's dealt 3 penetrating damage, pretty much. Oh, well, it's not literally a pulse wave, sorry. it is nuts. Yeah, so there was one guy that we there that actually pulled two of them and ran them both, and said it was hilarious because you think you're done with this guy, you think that after he's done pulse waving the living shit out of you, and then all of a sudden you kill them both and your main guy's dead too. Like he's just a really fun piece. I'm I think if I pulled him, um, he's got great keywords too. Celebrity cosmic new gods. Um, he's missing the Legion one, like not like he's supposed to have him, but if he had Legion, he'd be way higher on my list. But because it's hard to make a theme team with him a little bit, unless you're running pure new gods, um, he's just a good choice.
0: Let's uh, let's talk about Block. Block was another one I was going to bring in. The- you're liking the beaters today. Oh, my gosh. He's huge. Um, okay, Block's a fun piece. 155 points. He's got N-DOM, zero range. He's your, he's your big beater. Just, uh, he's a big, big, big beater. <laughs> Jeez. Lots of close combat expert for, for a B yeah. two. When block is adjacent to a friendly character named White Witch or Black Witch, if you pulled that, you can use
1: Mastermind. Yeah, but that's an SR, so at least you yeah get an SR Prime, so it's not going to happen very often.
0: So uh, he's he, he's got Charge and Quake on his uh, movement ability, but when he uses Charge, he can use Improved Movement, ignores blocking terrain, destroys blocking terrain,
1: and ignores characters, which is pretty, pretty we'll done. Eleven attack sh- Super Strength, four damage, so six. So yeah. an eleven and six with a yeah. eight squared with a four square charge through anything basically is pretty nice. I love his
0: defense power. He rolls onto too. He can use Invul, but when he's targeted by a range combat attacking, you can use Impervious. And instead. there's a
1: lot of good range pieces in
0: this set. So, so that's good. really good. the
1: set is mostly range based.
0: So he has an effective five clicks of Impervious if they're a range heavy team.
1: I like Block a lot. I liked him too. He was a little expensive, but I like him. But for he's a flyer too. Sealed beaters too. are always pretty reliable when yeah. sealed. The the thing about this set, I mean, there's still like three or four pieces on here we could talk about. All Ultra like, Boy, like Chameleon Girl's actually really yeah. good. Ultra Boy's nice because no matter what team you play, he can fit the role. If you need if you have beaters and you need a range piece, oh, I have Running Shot, Psychic Blast. If you have two range guys and you want a beater, oh, I have Charge, Super Strength. All of a sudden, with um, you know, Energy Shield, Super Senses, or whatever you want him to have, like, he's very. Very uh, versatile. Mean, Therox is good too. I mean, I like so Mister many...
2: Majestic. I like Amethyst. I mean, like, there's just so many. I'm not big on Mister Majestic.
0: Yeah, Mister Majestic. Too mm-hmm. He
2: is your whole team if you pick him in like a 300.1, but when most of the pieces run 70 to 80 points, you could run him in a really good uh, defensive piece with or uh, support piece with him and still do well.
1: Mm. Next up is the rare slot, which spans from oh my Stargirl Girl up to Orion. No, sorry, Orion's so a rare dark side. Computo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Can we just like rule out Darkseid from all of us and just say we all agree Darkseid's a retarded rare? For,
1: for Sealed, he is. Oh yeah, for Sealed, yeah. Um, also, Bizarro is. Um, Bizarro's really stinking good for yeah. for Sealed and Constructed. And oh, I thought
2: he was an SR.
1: No, Bizarro is a rare, and he's a pain in the ass. I saw like the Bizarro's. If you haven't seen what he does already, you pay up to... First of all, talk about... Like Talk about being a great sealed piece no matter like usually the problem with sealed is working your points around bizarro can be whatever freaking point value you want him to be from 25 to 25 so you can build the best team possible out of the rest of your guys and then fit bizarro in there he can only take one damage at a time because he works like a basically a bystander token as far as damage and even and he switches clicks every turn but every click is good and well worth the 25 points you paid for that click he's stupid good um, <clears throat> what do you... Any other special rares that you guys think are just really good? Um,
2: if you're playing on the OP kit, OP kit maps, Black Manta's not as good, but I do like Black Manta in general anyway. He'll be okay. without his trait. Um, he can carry. Um, he has Sidestep, Pinsai, which there isn't a ton of Pinsai in this set either. Um, he's got Sidestep, then he goes on a Running Shot, has 5 range, Double Bolt, Calculator, like everything else in this damn set. Um... He's not bad though. I mean, like I like his dial charge blades close combat expert. He drops onto a, a seventeen combat reflex, which is annoying as hell to hit. Then he drops onto range combat expert, um, sidestep range combat expert on his last click, which isn't bad. Um, I like him. I wouldn't say he's like a great pull, but he's good. He's good for ninety seven points. I think
1: on top of Bizarro and uh, side uh, another one I'll mention. Emerald. If you pull it, you have to play it. Is Emerald Empress? Yeah, I was just about to. Say and that. I already talked about her, so I won't go over the same things. But I'll also add that again, everybody's wild card. So having Mystics <laughs> is nuts. It's nuts. And there's not much Pulse Wave in this. Set. Yeah. So and there's not hardly any, if all, if at all, poison. So they're taking like your mystics. Both
2: those things.
1: Yeah, and then mind control on top of that. She yeah. is extremely good for sealed. Um, I, I played her, I was actually gun-shy about putting her on my team, and then after I played my matches, I was like, holy shit, she was so stupidly good.
2: I actually want to, can we take a look at Orion real quick? Because I don't remember his dial, I just remember his abilities. Because I know he's expensive, but whether he's playable and sealed, I didn't
1: pull him. Um, I was just actually curious how he ended up. He's okay. I I don't think he's one of the the rare slot is he's he's solid. The problem the thing is the rare slot is so yeah. strong with Bizarro and Emerald Empress and um Darkseid. And, and the thing about the rare slot, there's a lot of great figures here. There's not a whole lot of great um sealed though because Riddler is a I will say this, he does provide a good team ability oh, yeah. for your wild cards to copy with Batman enemy. And he can perp from basically anywhere on the map. For being a 55 point. And has Smoke Cloud. But other than that, he doesn't contribute a lot. So I think he's a good um, constructed piece, but not a great sealed piece. Yeah. But Bizarro, Side, Emerald Empress, if you pull any of those guys, they mm. are must Plays. Absolute must place. I don't... I don't know. Like, with Riddler for 55 points, I would pay 55
2: points just for Batman Enemy on my full team.
1: Of wild cards, yeah. yeah. And then the smoke cloud for there, um, As you said... And
2: Perplexed. There aren't a ton of good team abilities to pick. Or, the, I mean, like, I shouldn't say that. Team abilities are few and far between. Mm-hmm. So, to actually have one that, that's that good, especially when you're playing a bunch of 70 point figures that drop on a nines and stuff, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about... Uh, well, I guess we'll talk
1: about... No, it. go ahead. Uh, Shadow Lass. Um... She's not bad either, actually. I, I actually really
0: like Shadowless. Uh, the thing that you're going to be paying for her is her trait. She smoke cloud friendly characters that only occupy squares with these markers can't have lines of fire drawn to them.
1: Yeah, it's better than stealth. And opposing characters have. that
0: occupy these squares can't draw lines of fire.
1: <laughs> so that's amazing. She shuts down big time for and then 78 she, points. And if you don't need that, she has end cap on top. Yeah. of Yeah. And then Shape Change Energy Shield. Um, I really liked her a bit. Yeah. That Smoke Cloud shape is Shape Change Energy so, Shield stealth. That Smoke Cloud is so sick. The mm-hmm. fact that it not only gives... It's better than giving stealth. It blocks all lines of fire to them. Yeah. It's nuts. I really liked her too. I'm glad you brought her up because I kind of forgot about no, her. Oh, I yeah. completely forgot about her. Other than that, there's good um, constructed pieces, but sealed-wise, those are the best ones by far. Now, on to the super rares. We'll do we'll each do two. And the super rares set... Of section is pretty stacked as oh well oh my gosh oh god it's gonna be hard um i'll start first with
2: um
1: <clears throat> um i just had a brain part tell us tell us yes because i played him man i talked about him earlier but in sealed a piece that has tk or prob either one is like almost a must play yeah, yeah. this guy
2: or, yeah prob tk this guy sure. has
1: both first of all he would be worth it for eighty-two points in sealed, just with the TK prob. Yep. Then he has mind control. Then he has his broken, amazingly fun and effective and efficient trait, in the the sharing lines of fire within all four, uh, all friendlies within four of him can share lines of fire with each other. And it then gets. He's a
2: wild card.
1: It gets so endless, like the possibilities. It's nuts. I mean, I'm TKing my guys through my own guys. <laughs> like, you can't stop what he's doing. And it's you can get so creative with it. It's just really fun. He's one of the funnest pieces I've played ever in the game of Hero Clicks. And I'm definitely going to play him again.
2: Yeah. And then he's got a ridiculous defensive setup.
1: Yeah. Energy Shield, Super of Toughness. And when I had that 18 defend, making him now at 21 with. Uh, and the plus one, and then the energy shield. So a 21 with super senses, it was stupid.
2: And then, if your opponent does get up on him or get near him, all of a sudden, not everyone else on your team is shooting through. If
1: you do pull a Telus, he is a must play for Sealed. I I definitely say that. Um, anybody else got a must play validus. besides the obvious Validus? <laughs> I, was, I was
2: thinking you weren't going to say Validus for a minute. Well,
1: I I think Telus is just as good as Validus. Though. Oh, I agree. Just for a different reason.
2: Val- validus is a monster, like, in and of himself. Um,
1: literally. He has keyword.
2: <laughs> he has traded super strength. He can't be targeted by Pinsai. Oh you roll a d6 at the end of your turn. If you hit a 4 to 6, uh, what's that, Hunter? It doesn't say that can't be re-rolled. Um, you can use pulse wave as a free action with a locked damage value of 2. That it, also ignores friendlies.
1: Ignoring friendlies. It's so... Stupid. stupid.
2: And he's a giant, so he can, like, see over people to pulse wave people. Well, sharpshooter, anyway, yeah. so... Um... Then on top of that, he has an attack ability where he can use Pinsai... And if he hits a character, when an opposing character with an action token is damaged by one of his attacks, give them an action token. Which works with the Pulse Wave.
1: Yes, which does work with the Pulse Wave. They don't have to take it from the second play. Now,
2: I like him better as 175, because he starts with the token thing. I do too. Um, he's got Invul, he's got Running Shot, he's got 8 range, he's a Calculator. Um, and then he drops onto a, a pretty straightforward melee dial. I mean, he drops onto Toughness pretty quickly, but... He's still got high high defense values, close combat expert, quake charge, and you're still pulse waving for and two you're average. still free pulse waving, and vibration. you're
1: still psychic blasting and giving tokens with four and three damage. It's he's broken. He's for broken. sealed, for sealed, he's broken. He's still kind for of constructed. Of he's pretty damn. Solid. If Phil didn't have a Highlander rule, I'd play three of them. And uh, and terrifying. the other great thing about it is it gives us more uh, Batman Beyond theme pieces. Yeah. Um, anybody else super rare slot that you guys think is very deserving? Um... I will say this high father is really good constructed or sealed. I would I, but wouldn't I, in sealed. I think he'd still be pretty good in in sealed, especially if you had a decent team with him, because he still is bringing these powers. TK leadership, prob, and support with a special support. Oh, true. Yeah. And I'm here's one thing support. that people aren't realizing about the support. I don't really want to spoil this on the podcast, but I guess I will.
2: Combat values are modified. When he
1: uses support, the target's combat mo- values are modified plus one. You can use support even if you're not healing. You can just give him a power action, use support, and nothing happens, but you just buffed your dude's combat values plus one, and you have problem leadership I forgot he had up.
2: support, and I forgot he had that part of support. Yes. Yeah, I'd play him in a heartbeat i I pulled him.
1: So I think for 130 points with the pact already helping your team, and then the... Uh, imagine... Taking, and it can't be ignored, so Validus' Pulse Wave isn't going to help it. Imagine how much he would help against a Darksider or a Validus. Dear God, he I would mean... completely change the game if you were playing against a Darksider or a Validus.
2: Speaking of Highfather, though, you know what piece I do like out of Super Rares? Not like super must-play, but a fun-to-play one? Tachyon.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and talk about Tachyon. Okay,
2: Tachyon's 175 points, so he's the big big bulkier team. Seven range, double bulk, quintessence. Um, In his top click, he has Invincible, and he starts with a special movement power. He can use Hypersonic and Pulse Wave. When he uses Hypersonic, he can use Pulse Wave instead of a ranged combat attack. Um, He has a traded ability where he can give him a free action to choose Perplex or Prop. Opposing characters can't target him with that power this game.
1: So, wait. Yeah, so, and you can choose that at any point. Uh, so what you want to do is just see what your opponent oh, has. Oh, once per game. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. It's I'd, not at the beginning either. So if your opponent has neither one showing, don't pick yet. And wait, wait until one of them pops up and then choose, okay, I'm going to choose prob if they all of a sudden have prob.
2: Um, and then his damage powers, he can use prob. And when he's hit with a ranged combat attack, he may immediately place a blocking terrain marker in an adjacent square. That marker's on the map until destroyed, until the next time this pa- or um, until turn. your next turn, even if this power is lost.
1: Which, that's hit. It, it, it helps him, yeah. But the thing is, that helps him prevent him from getting smoked in one turn. From getting yep. focus fired. Because he'll get hit the first time. You pick where you want to put the blocking down. And now it, you can block potential shots from the rest of their team. So he can't be taken out in one hit. And they're likely to hit him onto those steel energy clicks he gets for the last four. Yep. And what I'd
2: like to bring up about him is he is a flyer. So once again, really good on those maps that have a lot of blocking. Which, elevated and blocking are great for pulse wave. Um, you just run around and you're just freaking blasting people with his Pulse Wave, single targeting people for three damage because it ha- or it, quad- or it cuts and quarters his range pretty much. Yeah. Yep. So he's down to a freaking two, two, two square. which makes it great for focus firing someone. And you're just like, okay, I don't care about Validus' defense. I don't care about this guy. I don't care about Darkseid's defense. I don't care about anything. I'm just going to charge up there, hit for three, running or hypersonic back around a corner. And I really like him for that reason. If I pulled him, I would personally play him in an instant. Um, I don't know if he is a must include, but I feel like in the hands of a smart player with a good support team, I think you can do great things with him.
1: Drew, you got one super rare pick left. Who do you like, buddy? Grundles. Ta- I'm just kidding. What,
0: what you you gonna- can say whoever you want. Yeah. Who do you think is the best?
1: Solomon Grundy. <laughs> oh, you are going to say Grundles. Yeah, he's good constructed or oh, yeah.
0: sealed. Um, this guy is just. Pure incarnate,
1: he's got kick a, ass. He's a great Grundy dial. Dungeon man. master, so this, is, this
0: is the perfect Grundy dial, actually. Um, so he's got a trait. He's got three traits. <laughs> he's got one at the beginning of your turn. You may give him a free action, heal him of one damage if he occupies, printed hindering, or
1: water terrain. There's no water on the peak kit maps. There is some hindering though, enough but, to, enough to yeah. get enough to this off a couple of, yeah. times. Yeah. Um, his other trait
0: is, at the beginning of the game, place three resurrection tokens on Solomon Grundy's card. Solomon Grundy places one resurrection token on his character card each time he up- hits an opposing character. When Solomon Grundy would be KO'd and has at least one resurrection token on his card, instead click him to number nine and to click number 9. Heal him of one damage for each resurrection token on his card and remove all resurrection tokens from his card. This ability can't be ignored. So uh, let's let's look at the focus points of this. He gets one resurrection token on his card for each time he hits an opposing character. So this means quake. If he were to quake, he would get and hit four characters. He would get four resurrection tokens, <laughs> which is dumb. Yeah. Um. He's also got another one at the beginning of the game, and when Solomon Grundy would be KO, choose. One to last until he chooses again. He can use Outwit, or he can use Battle Fury and modifies his damage
1: value by plus one. An unoutwittable Outwit for the game It's pretty damn nice. Pretty damn nice. Or Battle Fury plus one damage is nice too, but... Man, those are great options to have. I think I'd go for that with, to yeah. be honest.
0: And just if that wasn't enough, he rolls onto Regen. He's got damage power of Regen in his last three clicks. I mean,
1: this guy is pretty sick i mean with all that impervious and all that invincible and the fact that he comes back to life and having the regen yeah. and having the traded healing <laughs> he's hard to take down he's yeah. 200 points but he's hard to take down and again he brings batman enemy to the table to help your couple he does not guards.
0: have and it's not like he rolls on to toughness later dial or anything he always has a two damage dampener
1: yeah or in or invincible which is just as good if yeah. not better yeah, I like him quite a bit too. You
2: know, what super rare combo. I'd love to pull on a four hundred point sealed him and Highfather.
0: Hey, that's what Jeremy was playing. Really? Yeah, I that's was an like, amazing combo. How do you not win with that? I was combo. like, I was like, Jeremy, um, he's like gonna play like I don't know what he was gonna play, but it wasn't Grundy and Highfather. And I was like, wait, you pulled a Highfather? He's like, yeah. I'm like, why not use Grundy and Highfather? <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs>
2: Grundy Highfather would be a great combo. You're modifying his combat values, you're TKing him. I mean, like, that's just
1: great. All right, and the, the last mm-hmm. slot is going to be Prime slash Chase. And we're each just going to get one choice for this, so make it worthwhile. And if you guys want to think for a second, I'll start off with mine. I think Cheetah is not only the best Prime for to- sealed in this, yeah. I think she might be one of the best sealed, period, in this set. She is 90 points, improved movement, ignores hindering in characters, has traded reflexes, and if she has no action tokens, can use exploit. Now here's what's stupid sick. Her movement power is leap climb. When she resolves a move action, so leap climb, you may give her a close combat action as a free action. Action. Uh- Oh, I'm sorry. What did I have? Exploit weakness. And what did I have once the exploit weakness takes place? Blades. So a 10 square leap climb, then a Blades exploit with an 11 attack. Stupid. Or a 3 damage if you'd rather just go safer out and take 3 penetrating damage. Um, she's freaking stupidly good. Even just that Alpha Strike. That's basically a guaranteed Alpha Strike. Yeah, pretty It, much. it really is. She can be carried by all the other flyers in this set, so that doesn't hurt her non willpower too much. And then uh, she has uh, charge, poison, super senses, and outwit on ter- on targets with two action tokens. So she's pretty freaking solid for the points.
0: Listen, like this piece is like if Silver Samurai could phasing teleport across the map and do his stupid shit every turn. Like she's nuts. She ignores hindering terrain. On movement and she ignores characters, so she can break away for free if she wants to. She can leap, climb back over. She she's stupid with um, leadership because they can clear her, and she's only ninety points. So if you've got a higher point leadership piece, she'll uh, she'll clear, and she's got outwit later as a bonus with shape change and combat reflexes. Tra- she's stupid. Austin, Chase or Prime, Kalibak the chase version.
2: Um, I really like him. Um, He's 173, but he's a really big beater. Um, He ignores hindering terrain and characters. He has the ability to jack a relic or a resource assigned to an enemy so you can steal Emerald Empress's resource.
1: Um, Oh, it's at the beginning of the game, isn't it? Beginning of the game for all from the linkers. You may remove one attached game element from an opponent's resource, and if it is a relic... Okay, you can't just jack a relic. Yeah, you can.
2: Okay. But the reason I like him is because of his stop click. Um, It's... Uh, He has a stop click at the end Um, He can use phasing teleport And when he does after actions resolve He may use regen as a free action So you finally get this guy down his dial to the end After getting beat the crap out of The entire game And then if you don't kill him off that 17 immediately He just phasing teleports regens I really like him Um, Since the trait thing isn't as applicable though I think If I was willing to spend the extra points I would go with the superman instead um, the Superman is uh, he's another beater like this. He's really hard to get through. But he has
1: hypersonic. But he nine has hypersonic.
2: Range. But then he has running shot, pinsight, and Superman ally, and traded super strength. Yeah, and then he has the special end cap towards the bottom of his dial, where after he's done, he can use a close combat attack as a free action. Um, this both of them are really good.
1: Like honestly. Don't forget the almost game-breaking defense power that they all have. It's not just a stop-click. It's a stop-click phasing, then phase-free regen. It's almost like they listen to this
0: podcast. It's a
1: get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah, we always talk about how stupid it is to have phasing and regen. regen. No, I'm going to save you one power action. I'll let you do the regen for free after you phase And it makes
2: it even worse because they have to phase to use the regen. So, um, effectively, once they've teleported to regen... Oh, you know what that does... Well, never mind. They all have Endom anyway. I was going to say, that would kind of screw them if they didn't have Endom because they'd phase and then push and then die. But they do have Endom! Yeah,
1: Yeah. I do like Superman the best out of the chases, for sure.
2: Um, He does have Kryptonian. Apocalypse is easier to hit, of course, which I think all five of them have Apocalypse. And he's bringing a
1: good TA again for all those wild cards. Drew, Prime or Chase? mon good choice
0: <laughs> I knew someone was going to say mon he's stupid that's all
1: <laughs> I would have chosen him but Cheetah is a little bit better for uh, me. I do really like that Cheetah um, Edward Nigma and Black Witch are good, solid, constructed pieces, but neither yeah. one of them are amazing for Sealed. I feel
2: like, as I said earlier, Edward Nigma's problem is you have to carry him around everywhere to get good use out of him, and it's easy for your opponents to stay out of his range with these OP kit maps.
1: Lydia is also going to be a stupid, good, uh, constructed piece, but, again, not amazing I, for yeah, Sealed. Yeah, I
2: didn't really like her. I was looking at her. I don't really like her for Sealed, um, just because she's got good things that's, um... She's a cheap version of that trait. That's what you're going for with her. Yeah,
1: well, and she also has smoke cloud. And think about the fact that you get to steal the relic or resource, the relic or ring, and then put it on you. So then she becomes a legit attacker too. You drag a running shot hammer, you know, and now she's got willpower running shot. So not only did you take that away from them, but now she has it. So it makes her a legitimate threat.
2: I like her for stealing cow out of somebody's belt. You take away their stealth, and then she now has stealth and the smoke cloud.
1: Um, that'll do it for sealed advice, and um, let's move into the community section. The community question was: What do you think is the most competitive? What what figure out of Superman Legion of Superheroes do you feel like is the most likely to be a big uh, meta God. game changer?
2: I think you know my answer. This
0: is so and
1: silly. there's actually there's quite a few quite a few legitimate answers to this question. Now, first, let's... However, some of you have illegitimate answers, and therefore your opinions are invalid. Let's let uh, you guys say what you think is the... What is the most likely?
2: Chameleon girl.
1: Besides no, chameleon girl, which is the obvious choice.
2: <laughs> Science police, I think that's a given. 45 points, you can fit her on any damn team you freaking please. She annoys just about everybody in some um, way. Why is it or she? Annoys, or if it's or sorry, E, sorry.
1: I guess we don't know what's under that uh, helmet there. It could be it's There's a shampoo thing buddy. going on.
2: Um, sorry, we are talking about Chameleon Girl, not an um, The science police officer just stops every. Like, it's going to affect every team in some way. Like, I feel like everyone, every team's got free actions. Um, some of the teams, like Brother Voodoo teams, are really big. Can't use their free action mind control without taking an unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And Voodoo stats drop quick when he starts taking little pops of one. Because this is damage that he doesn't have to super, or he can't super sense, he can't do anything out of. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unavoidable damage, so it's big against a lot of different pieces. Um, I really, like, I would bet money that we're going to see a science place in the next Rock Tournament in
1: the top three. Top three, you say? Top three. Top three. That's a, good, that's a bold prediction, but uh, we'll see if it pays off, God. Uh, uh, Drew, what do you like? <laughs> So
0: stupid. There's so many to choose from. There really is. The set's so huge. Um, the chameleon girl Drew. Oh god, it. clearly the clear choice here is Polar Boy, but um
1: <laughs> 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 Um High Father, I mean He's the obvious choice. He yeah. was the one we all knew was gonna be affected. Yeah. But he's that damn good.
2: He's, I mean me and Hunter were talking about him on the way to the GP pact is so
0: stupid. It really.
2: Is. I was like, I, I made the comment of it's not going to take long for someone to break him. And Hunter goes, I already think of twelve different ways to break him. It's
1: it. not that hard to break him. It yeah, really seriously. is not.
2: And then not to mention the fact his support doesn't have to hit. I mean, I think that's pretty huge too. <sighs> like,
1: and the TK leadership prop control doesn't yeah. tickle your fancy too.
2: No, it all tickles my fancy. It's just,
1: um, on top of that, I'm going to add Bizarro because <laughs> of the. They're, the pros and cons to Bizarro. The yeah. pro is he's easy to fit on a team, and he has the monster keyword to help with that. And the fact that he can go in any interval of 25, and he's just as good at any of those intervals. Even if you don't want to pay... He's a 25-point whore um, token that's yeah. better than any of the other 25-point whore token. The Corey sat
2: there one night, and we were like... When Bizarro was first spoiled, and we are like... Let's bounce some ideas. Let's try our best to find a solution. A catch-all way to destroy Bizarro. We couldn't find one. Because no matter what you plan for, he ends up on a click that stops it eventually.
1: Um, the best thing I could figure out was poison, but you don't want him in melee range. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> That's the thing, is the negative part of his the, the negative side of him is he's random, you don't know what he's gonna go on, but when you but sit and look like at those melee. clicks, it doesn't really there's not a bad click for him to go on to. So even though that that's the that's the bad thing is it's you can in meta you want to be focused and you want to know exactly what yeah. you're going to do and plan out. And with Bizarro you can't do that, but at least he brings well worth his points to the table and it's it, to me it's the it, the main thing is the I can't be one-shot. I can't be even, even fucking two-shotted. I you know, you have to put a lot of time and effort into taking me down. That's what I like about him, and that's why I think he's guaranteed to to see some play. There's, but again, there's tons of other. The Lydia Chase that we just talked about has some potential. I Um, I don't think White Witch has a ton of potential. Let me talk about White Witch for a second. Yeah, because she snuck up on us, and there's a lot of things that she can affect that a lot of people aren't thinking about. Let's bring her up here and read her stuff. We didn't. We said we didn't think she's that great for sealed, but for constructed, she has got some potential. She's only eighty-seven points. She ignores Mystics. That's just kind of icing on the cake. Um, What's really cool about her is that she can uh, promotion on the first hit, by the way, possibly if you hit a six, which your Austin Smith is likely to happen, and go right into the almost 200-point Black Witch automatically. Yep. But um, the cool thing about her is her Mystical Energy uh, power. During your turn, choose one. Give her a power action, and each... Opposing characters' combat values can't be modified until your next turn. So that outsiders their entire team without line of fire, without squares. That's the power action version. Eighty-seven points. No, no, no. That's the power action version. Listen how stupid good the free action version is. Or give her a free action. Each opposing character can't be given more than one free action until your next turn. She's the silver bullet to everything. She's the silver bullet to Brother Voodoo. She's the silver bullet to Brother Voodoo, to team aces, to... If he mind controls, uh, now he can't do prop control. If you move your person up and drop the hammer for the free quake, now you can't pick it up for free from split lip because you already took a free action.
2: I didn't even see her. Like, honestly, she's...
1: You can't charge and then perplex or outwit. Or prop or anything Whereas because you took three deals of
2: damage. She actually flat out shuts it down where you can't.
1: And she brings a wild card to the table. She brings a seven range end cap to the table. So imagine for free doing the free action thing and then sitting and end capping, you know, with that or going for the She'll- damage. And she also has three clicks of support after that, by the way. With nines and tens. With nines and tens. Oh, yeah, and just precision strike. And then, and- like I said, if she lands a hit or two, she can promote into Black Witch, which is almost 100 more points than she is. And 170 points of attacking power and the Mystic's team ability and nine range, two bolts. She's really freaking good. And she, again, has the mystical keyword. That's the big thing in the meta. Right? Yep.
2: Well, I wouldn't bet, like I would with the other piece, that she would make a top three team. We are going to see you, White Witch. I would almost say it's a guarantee.
0: I'm sorry, but just power action outsiders, they are tied to
2: Because we've doing. talked about that before. Like, Black Lightning. We've played Black Lightning with a belt before just to get an out, a single outsiders. And that's like, what, 80, 90 points, right?
1: What's that? Black Lightning's 87.
2: Okay. Black Lightning with a belt is like ninety points, and we've played him mostly for the Outsiders before.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Can well, we imagine yeah, he brings other stuff to the table? Yeah,
2: but I mean, like a seventy-point version of him that Outsiders the whole team.
1: So Tachyon is is okay, but I don't I don't know that he'll be meta. I, I really I can't don't say think that. he is, but I, he has a little bit of potential.
2: The one thing he is good about, though, is for a lot of a lot of pulse wave characters it's kind of hard to to perp up their damage so they can pulse wave with him at least it's really easy to perp up his damage three times with a good perp team having
1: run 10 squares and blast one person and then the very last one that i want to bring up that's not guaranteed but i think has hella potential is phantom girl and and i already talked about earlier why she's so good yeah she'd be even better in meta than she is in sealed for the fact that she's stopping hammers and getting a free end cap on that person. She's completely shutting down not just one character, but most likely two, three, or four characters and getting to safety when she does so. I really like Phantom Girl quite a bit. Um, let's go into, Drew, do you want to talk about the, do your, uh, let's see, what's the full name?
2: <laughs> Drew's Value Corner of Value.
1: <laughs> no, it was something, Drew's Silver Age Corner of value. Drew said no, value twice.
2: It's Silver Age value, corner of value.
1: About the valuable Silver Age.
0: How about just let's go with Drew
2: and value see what he's going to, to say?
0: Um, Alright, so uh, for the value corner this week. Sorry. <laughs> we're going to go all the way back to Origin. Oh, damn, son. We are going back and in- going with Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. God, we're pulling a Kang here and going no, way back. No, it's not a basketball player for the Harlem Globetrotters. I really thought it was. It's Jakeem Thunder. Now you're like, Drew, who the hell is Jakeem Thunder? Where's, and, the, and where's the, the bubblegum tape? For and the, the obvious answer is, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, let me tell you what. Jakeem Thunder's clicks is dumb. He's got eight range, double bolt. He's 126 points, so for Drew's value corner, he's a bit higher. But in your higher point games, you're going to be saying, Drew, what am I getting? Drew, what am I getting? The answer, 18 defend onto a 19 defend. (laughs) The 18 brings a prop control.
1: The The 19 19 brings brings a a perplex, putting him up to a 20. (laughs) Possibility of a 23 defense right there. Then he's got the flight carrying his people with him. That he's defend, giving defend to, man. That's a pretty nice figure.
2: We, we've sat there and talked about before how they've been cutting down on those 19 defenses because they're so hard
0: to hit when you get them up there. <laughs> this asshole's is just like, I disregard everything because I'm old. He's got clicks of barrier and prob towards the end as well. He's always got eight range it. barrier, which is, I don't know if you know... Pretty sick. Yeah, some sort of, I believe. I believe uh, Hunter was denying that long-range barrier earlier
2: or something like that was bad.
1: Oh, I see you uh, rushed your flash up here, hit me, and then ran behind that corner there six or seven squares away. Magically, How about I just block way. him into a little hole where he
0: can't get out next turn? <laughs> <laughs> he's so fun. This piece is
1: two bucks.
0: The only thing I don't like about him is his keywords. Well, he's got Justice Society and Teen...
1: He's a little bit pricey, but you're right. He brings a lot to the table. For
2: 100, okay, on a 600, 700 point game or
0: whatever, you could build a good team around him. I mean, giving everybody a 19 defend is just. And then perplexing one
1: of them up again.
0: Even with book <laughs> numbers, you're going on a stupid number of defense. He'd be good with a certain Doctor Strange that gives everybody energy. All right, that's a good choice. Good I choice. was
2: like, for 120 points, you're talking about the Ant Man Doctor Strange ASM combo. And then freaking instead you're going Jakeem and
0: he's the one sole piece for it. Let's just say Jakeem takes it to the hole. <laughs>
1: Take, he takes the rock to the, the hole. The hole of value. Let's move into dial design. And this was the last week for dial design month, uh, February. And the assignment this week was to do a colossal... And I would let people have up to two different um, dials if they preferred to go to up to two dials, since colossals tend to have multiple dials. And as we said at the start of this month, this month is a little bit Maddening. more difficult um, assignments than what we usually give out. Crazy. So I thought we would get you know the colossal is quite a challenge, and and people you know talked about how it was a little challenging, but we had some good submissions so far, and the. Um, the uh, featured dial this week is actually going to be Jason Lapel's dial. He's been turning in dials since the very beginning, and uh, we hadn't spoiled any of his dials yet. And I actually thought this was probably, at least in my mind, this, this was my pretty creative cluster. This is my favorite of his submissions, so I wanted to make him the uh, the featured dial this week. Uh, he did the Royal Couple, which is uh, Aquaman and Mera, but they're on a giant sea creature. And you'll kind of get how... The, uh, on a giant squid. And you'll kind of get why. And he has a lot of cool flavor with that. Uh, it's 500, 350, or 250. Keywords are Animal, Atlantean, Justice League, Mystical, Monster, and Ruler. And has lots of special powers and uh, that are all pretty flavorful. He's got improved movement, destroys blocking, can carry no matter what the symbols are, and he can carry peanut-based characters as if they were tiny. And is adjacent... And adjacent is within three. So basically, he can carry people who start two or three squares away from him. He He can still pick them up. Yeah, he can reach out, grab them, and then bring them with him.
2: We need more colossal monsters.
1: He has a trait, a couple traits. Uh, Queen's command to the sea. The row in front of him is considered water and all rows back to your starting area is water. Yeah, so we'll he basically out. brings the water with him as he moves up which I thought was really cool. True King of the Seas is another cool trait. While, while there is no Aquaman in play Royal Couple, which is the name of the monster or the figure in general, can use a free action, 7 range single target attack, lock damage 3 and has battle fury. Um, So basically it's pissed off if Aquaman's dead or or isn't there to mind control it and keep it, you know, kind of in, uh, intact. Give Royal Squid a four damage. The next lower starting line... Oh, sorry, he's explaining how it works. Um, The other trait, they aren't real. Royal Couple can use reach for three squares, so it has an improved giant reach. Uh, Again, its tentacles can reach out three squares. It can use plasticity... And it takes one less damage from all attacks. This power cannot be ignored. When targeted with Outwit, roll a dice, fits a 5 or 6. The character countering Royal Couple has the has that power related to the Outwit counter. So it basically cancels out their Outwit. Or if that Outwit came from a special power that gives you other stuff like Outwit, Leadership, Prob, all the same thing, you lose all of that completely. Um, a special movement power of Charge and Quake that gives tokens but doesn't deal pushing damage. Which, when you have a three-square range on your giant reach, a Quake with tokens is pretty nice.
2: I think we've talked about how good freaking Shuma is with his four-range Quakes. I
1: also really liked this attack ability. It's called Ink Cloud. You can use Super Strength and Smoke Cloud. A Smoke Cloud makes 12 markers, but has to all be in water. And the Smoke Cloud is a free action if they have two tokens. All Atlanteans in the Smoke Cloud can use Stealth. So I liked the whole it, the it's ink and the smoke has to be in the water. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, late dial, they get a regen click called regrow a limb. It's a stop click. They can use regen and super senses. When they have one or more tokens, they can use regen for free. And then they have a little bit of smattering of proper Plex support. So I really liked it. I thought it was cool, especially the yeah. moving the water with you. The reaching with your tentacles out three squares to carry or to melee. It I thought that was really cool. gave me the
2: boss fight vibe. Yeah, I love in colossal.
1: I, I it, it prevent it um, produce. I feel like when you played this, clicks. It's a story. It would yeah. It would be easy to envision what's going on in the battlefield. It
2: reminds it. me of actually the uh, recent. oh, I shouldn't say recent. Since New Fifty Two, when they did the whole Atlantis invasion, yeah, like, that's exactly monster. what I
1: was thinking
0: yeah. of. Battle of Atlantis. Yeah, it's the arc.
1: So um, that's the feature dial this week. We will have scores up. We'll do our scores tomorrow for that and announce the winner for February. Um, Best build, we do have an assignment for you guys. The best build will take place this coming Saturday, March the 8th. And here's the assignment for you guys to build a team for us. If you're not familiar with best build, I give you a build rules for an event coming up. You submit teams to us through Gmail. Or through the threads that I'll create on Reddit and HC Realms. And then we will each pick one of the teams and we will play it. The One of us that scores the best, um, the person who submitted that team, gets six custom poker chips that I will make for you. What's up? I was just going
2: to make a green joke, but go ahead. Oh. I was so, going to say for those a little green, I guess you could explain it.
1: So, we're doing a St. Patrick's theme event, even though it's a little early. Um, the reason for that being that. These all going to
2: be plastered when the real one rolls are on.
1: The, <laughs> on March 15th, which would be the next Saturday that's closer to St. Patty's Day, we actually have Indie Comic Con up here, and most of our players will be up there, including myself. And uh, so, we're not having clicks that day. So, we're having our St. Patrick's Day event on the 8th instead. And here are the build rules that you'll be building a team for. Silver age, 400 points, which is basically golden age, but with no um, feats, battlefield conditions, or what's the other one I'm forgetting? Event dials. Um, So silver age, 400 points, no resources. You can use special objects, and you can use ATAs. At the start of each turn, if your opponent's figure is not wearing green... Meaning, showing a dark green or light green power on their dial, Do you, get to pinch your opponent? you get to pinch the figure for two unavoidable damage. Jeez. So, that's at the start of each turn. So, at the start of your turn, you check your opponents. If you manage to knock them off a of green power, you get to automatically click them two clicks.
2: Without winning a green power work?
1: No. Okay. It's showing on their dial, meaning that it's visible to the human eye.
0: I'm going to bring so much wide out.
1: All standard size maps are allowed. So that's pretty easy to build for. You look for a figure that has a lot of charge, a lot of reflexes, um, some super strength or some enhancement even if you wanted to go range. Um, and you don't have to have it on every click to be legal. You can take a risk and have you know a figure that has a couple clicks without it and just hope that you don't get knocked onto those clicks, but that's a little bit of a risk. So that's the uh, theme for that week. You can submit that to dialh4heroclicks at gmail.com. Or if you're on the HeroClick subreddit, you'll see it there and on, on HG Realms as well. Moving into the game section. Well, first, I want to do a quick comics by myself. Just a very quick summary. Because I finished X Machina, which I haven't talked about on the podcast yet. And that is a very good book and I highly recommend it to anybody um, who would be interested in it. And let me bring up the details of the writer and... Uh, and artists. just a just a very quick summary. It's oh, it's written by Brian K. Vaughn who writes Saga oh, yeah. and Wide Lost Man. It's very well drawn too. Let me see who the artist is because the, it really truly is very well drawn. Tony Harris. Um, this book is about a mayor who used to be a superhero, basically the only superhero in existence. This is in a world where there's all kinds of mm-hmm. superheroes. He's kind of like Rocket Man, I guess, but now he wants to move into politics, and it's it's like half cool superhero like not necessarily superhero but cool stories and um, mys- mysteries that go back into his personality with all these cool characters that are in the story and it's kind of half political and what's going on it deals a lot with 911. It deals a lot with um, terrorism and stuff, and it's extremely well written. And towards the end, some really yeah, cool caveman. moments come out. It, this is very, I think you guys would enjoy this if you want to give it a try. It's about 50 mm-hmm. issues long. Is this
2: something else i got to add to my list, Hunter? Because that list is like two pages this long. This isn't
1: man. a, you have to read this comic before you die, but this is a, if you read this comic, you will love well, it. Well, I'd prefer I, to
2: read it before I die than rather than after.
1: I guarantee you like <laughs> it. Basically, this is a guarantee you will like it if it you read it. It does
2: sound like something I really would like.
1: Legion of Superheroes is the other thing I want to mention with the set coming out. So I tried to read The Great Darkness Saga, which is what the chases are based off of. I read like two pages of it and got tired of it. You guys, don't read. Don't, the Great Darkness Saga. Don't go back and try to read it. That was one of the biggest pieces of shit comics I've ever tried to read in my life. The art's pretty cool. The writing, It's
2: classic. The art. writing
1: is so old. Okay, for the book not really being that old, like about 20 years, the writing feels so freaking old, like you'll want to kill yourself. <laughs> the, you know the books that we That's made. a pretty hyperbolic statement. No, you know how we... Our biggest pet peeve with old comics is...
2: Why I can't read Demon in a Bottle because I want to just jump off a bridge halfway into it? Is
1: everybody has to repeat the name of the character they're talking yeah. to after they say a sentence. Namor, stop there. But Iron Man... Why is he doing that, Phantom Girl? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you go over in the kitchen, Cosmic Boy? Okay, it's not once per page. It's every goddamn thought bubble, speech bubble on the page. There every,
2: is a name in it. <laughs> even if they've
1: said who that character is sixteen times in that one issue, they'll keep saying it, and it gets on your last ever loving nerve. I just want to rip my hair out. It was so. Well, impossible at least you know everybody's read. name by the end. of <laughs> it. It's probably because there's like a hundred members of the and Legion. <laughs> here's the problem with Legion, because I really try to to like this because I I, I'm haven't, sorry, Phil. I haven't read much Legion before. And the ones I did read, which was the New 52 and the series right before New 52, was awful as well. And and they had the same problem that this story has. There's too many freaking members of the Legion of Superheroes to have any sense of character development at all. How can you have a team with 27 fucking members and expect the, me to care about any of those members when they each get half a page in the... The issue. I guess that's what you get when you, you know call what I it mean? the Legion of Superheroes. What am I supposed? But they don't have time to develop anybody. They don't have yeah. time to develop personalities, or for you to actually give a shit about them. Whenever they pop up, I agree. The people you actually end up caring about are the villains because they're <laughs> the only ones you see more than once every two pages. But Phil keeps telling me I need to read Legion Lost because it is a more focused, only six or seven guys focuses on them for several issues and their story, and he says that is very good. So I'm going to give that a try. I'll give you feedback. So far, I've read three separate uh, series of Legion of Superheroes, and they've all been balls. I'll just say that.
2: Not to mention, and once again, sorry, sorry Phil, but God, where are these names of characters in the Legion of Superheroes. I like superhero- them. There's some that old, I though. know they're old, but it, they're sounds like, it sounds like they brought a notebook into a classroom of kindergartners and said, make up some superheroes, kids. How about Matter Eater Lad?" Hey, how man, about Chameleon know,
1: Boy? Or oh, right. Ultra
0: Boy? <laughs> Matter-eater lad has one of the better sculpts in
1: the... the Superman set? Yeah. All right, let's move into the game section. Woo! We, this is a amazing month for games that's about to kick out. Dear off. God, uh, amazing doesn't begin to describe it. I'll let Austin talk about Titanfall since he loves the game so much. We all enjoyed There's it quite a bit. just
2: Titanfall for me to talk
1: about. And it comes out next week, next t- Tuesday.
2: So... We we've talked. Um, we we've been waiting for a good opportunity on the podcast to talk about Titanfall. We play. We both played the beta. Drew played the beta actually too. Oh yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew. Sorry, I forgot that you played it, but yeah, no one. Um, Titanfall was the game that was on my radar, but I didn't want to get my hopes up over. I knew it was Respawn Entertainment because Respawn is the former Activision guys who either quit after Modern Warfare One, or later it was the leaders that got fired after the whole fiasco with EA and all that. Which right. Call of Duty
1: for Modern Warfare One was, was the, the best, best Call, Call of Duty. Duty and one of the best shooters ever.
2: Yeah, it was perfectly paced, it was perfect it great progression, great balance, all that. Then Modern Warfare Two comes around, which was okay, but it was way- they sped everything up, the and then everything, everything just
1: went down the shitter from there.
2: Titanfall, however. Is excuse the language. It's a giant fuck you back to Activision because what they've done is made a shooter that makes every Call of Duty, even Modern Warfare One, look bad. Because they've advanced the genre with this one. Um, Titanfall is a mixture of the old school arena FPSs with double jumping, dashing, that kind of stuff. Except you don't. You have double jumping in this. Um, it's a mix of that. Um, a good arena. Or a good uh, Call of Duty style arena FPS where it's good gun control. It's more like the old ones though, where there's not a ton of kick on your guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's a mix of a good mech game. I would say Armored Core Three, as opposed to like the latest later later Armored Core games or um, stuff like that, where your mechs feel like they have weight. But they also don't feel like they're super agile, anime-style, flying through the sky, cutting everything apart.
0: Because they can't
2: yeah, jump. Yeah, they feel like walking tanks. Yeah. But they in the hands of a capable pilot, they're really good. Now, the thing about Titanfall is it's not just... It's, not, it's all around a good game. Like, you have great maps, you have great gameplay, you have great gunplay, um, great game modes. It's just... I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, and when the beta went open, I was like, I'm going to give it a shot, I'm going to see what I think, and dear god, I sat down that night, and I was up till freaking 3 in the morning playing, and I had work the next morning. It just, I, it's so much fun, like, there's so many different ways to play it, the titans are well done, they break up the game to where it's not just running around shooting the whole time, but at the same time, they don't give you too much of an advantage, Mm-hmm. like i was really afraid they're
1: easy enough to take down when
2: the beta first started people whined because when one team could get a bunch of titans and wreck them but it was kind of funny to see as the beta went on titans became kind of almost walking death traps at times for the dumber people because when pilots really learn how to capably use their skills um to use stealth to use uh, to jump up on titans and rodeo them mm-hmm. um to go ahead and explain the way the titans work in the game you're on foot you're a pilot um, there's little AI grunts like squads of infantry that move between points and stuff like that on their own, too. Um, after three to four minutes, you get a t- you get your Titan. Um, you're able to call it in somewhere, it falls from the sky, you mount up in it, and it's a giant robot. Um, you outfit it like you would outfit a character. You give it weapons, you give it abilities, all that stuff, perks. Um, every time you kill someone, capture a point, or kill an AI grunt, the time on your Titan is reduced. Actually, it's damage. It's not even kill. Kill just gives you a small bonus. So as you're out there playing and doing well, you can advance how fast your Titan calls in. And once your Titan lands, um, you can leave it on an AI mode. And it'll patrol and guard, or it'll follow you, or whatever you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, giving AI orders is pretty slick. It's round robin style. You just hit the button once and it cycles through. There's three orders, there, or there's two orders. There's guard and there's follow. Um, it defaults to an idle kind of thing where it's got a big bubble around it when you call it in. Um, Titan on Titan combat some of the most fun mech combat I've ever played. Um, it's definitely, the game has a huge skill gap, but it's a good one. Like, I feel like a very capable infantry player is noticeable over a crappy infantry player. Um, and the same, Titans. One Titan, one good Titan pilot that knows what he's doing is good with his weapon, can handle three enemy Titans at the same time. Um... They just did a really good job of balancing this game. I mean, like people really don't don't really expect how much balance matters in a game. But when you have a game that's so masterfully balanced like this, where every weapon is capable is good, every Titan weapon is good. I've seen forum discussions where people are arguing about weapons, and no weapon is predominantly on there. Um, there's so many strategies, so many ways to look at
1: things. I. I it was off my radar because uh-huh. last I heard about it was at E three and at the time it was said that it was only going to yeah, be Xbox on one. Xbox One and I don't give a flying shit about X one Xbox One. So I was like, Well this looks really cool but I'm not ever gonna play it. But hunter,
2: don't you want Killer Instinct?
1: But then later <laughs> I do want Killer yeah, Instinct. It's terrible. I know. It, you're you're not missing anything. I love the old Killer Instinct though, but, but you wouldn't love this one. Anyways, um, I it was off my radar and then apparently it got a PC release that I never heard about yeah, so then when Austin says it's on demo, it's on beta and it's on PC I'm like well I need to try this out the game is fucking fun <laughs> <I know. laughs> the game is way better than I thought yeah, it was going to be And I absolutely can't wait for it to come out. It was—I was not going to buy it. I I played off work. (laughs) I played the beta, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this game is really fun."
2: It's the first game that I—it's the first FPS I've played in a while. Where even though it has unlocks, I don't care about the unlocks. I'm having fun playing it. I capped out on the beta and unlocked everything. I still kept playing it because I was legitimately having fun playing right, it. Right,
1: that's what I was saying is, I usually quit when there's yeah. nothing left to unlock, and I wanted to keep on playing And I felt myself getting better
2: as I played, too, which is always a great thing in a game. Yeah. When you feel between match to match, you're getting a little better at what you're doing, and it was kind of fun swapping weapons and getting better at other weapons and stuff, too, because you're, like, increasing your, uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Your retinue kind of... Or your, uh... Whatever challenge your revenue
1: stream of points like unlocked stuff. No, no, no.
2: Your gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your your arsenal of capabilities and skills. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Drew, you played it.
0: What do you think? It's pretty good. (laughs) It's a fun game. I mean, I've I've played a lot of shooters competitively, and this has got potential, and uh, it's pretty fun. The other
2: thing I like about it is the devs have been pretty active with the players so far. Like, they want to bring us stuff that we want in the game. Yeah. Um, They did just recently announce there won't be season passes. There will be map packs. There will be map packs, but there won't be season passes. Season passes are done. Because they didn't want people to blindly pay for DLC when they didn't know what was coming. Exactly. Which I'm happy with. The game launches with 16 maps, which is great. Which is quite a bit. There's three different Titan types. Um, Yeah. There's a balanced all-around one with two boosts. There's a tankier one that has one boost. And there's a really light one that has three boosts. And then there's the burn cards. Uh, the burn cards are kind of cool. Um, basically, as you do stuff in the game, you unlock burn cards, um, and they're consumables. At the beginning of the match, you equip three of them, and you can activate them at any time. Um, they may be an upgrade for a weapon. They may be a free Titanfall call-in or something like that. Um they're, it's just fun, and the AI grunts. People really underestimate the AI grunts till you're sitting there yeah. playing. And the one thing I do love about the game is they got the environment perfect. Because as a pilot, you're cybernetic kind of, as opposed to the normal people and the soldiers on the ground. Yeah. And they make little comments about it. Like at the start of a game, one one of the grunts will say, "Like, what makes a ti- or what makes a pilot so special?" And you'll double jump over their head, and then he'll go, "Oh," or like uh, <laughs> you'll walk in a room and you'll see a grunt pulling his buddy to safety to try to res him or something like that. And it's just these little moments, and you're like, they nailed the environment of the game. And yeah, that's great. I couldn't picture playing this game without the grunts. Like, some of the competitive people are like, I want to turn them off. But, nah. like, to me, they're
1: part of the game. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the, the point system, too. Yeah. Um, speaking of a game that you can feel yourself getting better at as you play it, Dark Souls 1 was <laughs> one of my favorite games ever, and also one of the games I've put the most hours of my life into. And Dark Souls 2 coming out next Tuesday. Oops. I like already have a little bit of a half chubby at the moment. Like, I
2: don't blame you.
1: By about four or five days from now, I'll be flying full stat, you know, half-mast. And then from there on out, I'll just be excited. <laughs> Rock hard! I've taken a week off work for this game. Oh That's how serious God. I am for this game.
2: See, I'm waiting for the PC. Me and Aaron are waiting for the
1: PC release, of course. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Of course. If you guys aren't familiar with Dark Souls, just don't be scared away by the difficulty. Because with time and patience, even horrible players will learn and get good enough at it to really enjoy yourself. And this game, also, one thing I really like and one aspect that people don't always realize it has a great story, but you don't, the story's not thrown in your face. You kind of have have to to work. Yeah, you kind of have to work to get the story, but the story is really cool. And the environment and the the aura and the aesthetics that it creates is just Aaron, second to none.
2: Aaron sits at work listening to. There's a YouTube video series that explains the backstory and like where in the yes. game it talks about. There's and actually it's a really good. There's series. some
1: really good YouTube uh, videos like that.
2: Um, and Dark, Dark Souls is one of those games that I like because you build your own character in any way you want, pretty much. Like it's you come at the game how you choose to come at the game. Yeah. And your challenges change depending on that. It's
1: the kind of game you could play through multiple times with different characters and have a different experience every time. Yeah, you're telling me. I have like <laughs> 600 or 700 hours on <laughs> on PS3. Um, and right. then two other games, or one game I did play that I, I just wanted to quickly say is really good and worth you guys' time is um, Hotline Miami. Okay,
0: we're going to talk about Hotline Miami.
1: <laughs> have you played it?
0: I love Hotline Miami. Okay. The game was sick. Hotline Miami, I don't care what people say, you will not find a funner game. <laughs> it's so amazing. The five or so hours you'll spend playing it
1: are just a giant... And that has quite a bit of replayability, too. Yeah. Like, trying to go back, beat your scores, unlock more, more masks, masks. which And try different masks on different levels yeah. because they all give you different powers. But the cool thing about Highland Miami is it tricks you... Oh my gosh. At first. Yeah. And then towards the end of the game you'll get the subliminal messages. Messages that the developers are sending you about yeah. violence in video games. And I I don't want to spoil it for anybody. And it
0: has one of the best soundtracks it, of the, that's exactly yeah. what
1: I was telling Austin when I was playing. I was like, This game yeah, has like one of the best soundtracks of any game I've ever played in my life. It's like so Sonic included. Like yeah. this is a great soundtrack. And
0: Sonic is regarded. At least with me, as having the first soundtrack wise, yeah, Sonic's the yeah. bar.
2: I mean, that's the I go with the old game, old, game, old Sonic game soundtracks. Yeah, the that's newer what I'm ones. Are, yeah, even no, some no. of the
1: newer ones. Are we okay. don't we don't talk bl- about the three D Blast 3D Sonic.
2: had my favorite soundtrack of them. Almost. Oh my god, shut even up! Even more than two. You can three D Blast had a great soundtrack. You
0: cannot say Sonic three D Blast had a better soundtrack than Sonic two or even Sonic Sonic 3 and two. Knuckles. Okay, Oil Ocean takes it. Sonic World. You you World don't World know League. anything about. I will get into an argument with you about Sonic music for hours.
1: Alright, so anyways. Um,
2: I've been playing Last Remnant. Um, Last
1: Remnant's a game that came out a few years uh,
2: ago. Shut up. Shut up, Drew. Shut up. Shut up, Drew. Shut up. Playing Last Remnant. Last Remnant's
0: huh? a great game. Great. It is a great uh, game. It's a fun game. No, it's a great game. No. Austin, a great game is a game
2: that has... Okay, if people can say that any of the Final Fantasy series, like just name one off the top of their head and say it was great. Six. FFX. There's, six was amazing. But... And okay. FFX was amazing. Okay. But I'm just saying, listen like, there have been plenty of FF games that have been
1: mediocre that people overhyped the shit out of. Oh, you mean every Final Fantasy game ever created? Pretty much. But except, except Ten and Six. Including Ten and Six, and I love Ten.
2: Yeah, that's true. Fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> all Last Remnant was made by Square Enix. It is basically a Final Fantasy game without the name. It really but the is. combat system is so good in that game. It and is. the character development is. Bullshit. The, <laughs> the character development's great. Bullshit. What did you do, rush through the main story? <laughs> Me, my brother, and Jordan have been playing through this game not like for the last two weeks again. Um, we've dug it up on Steam. It's $10. The 360 version was buggy as hell and had a lot of problems. The game kind of flopped on release because of that. And then six months later, they released it on PC with a patch. All the DLC included, all that stuff. Um, and it's really great on the PC re-release. Um, the combat system's cool because instead of running, like, Five single characters in a turn-based game. You, get you five, have five squads.
0: Yeah, with five characters. Yeah, and
2: each each squad is up to five characters. So you pick and choose how you build your squads. Like, you can intermix healers and tanks in the same it's squad. It's actually
0: a lot like Hero
2: <laughs> it, is, it Kind of, yeah. Um, but the way it works is um, when you attack a squad or an enemy squad, your squads become deadlocked. And once a squad's deadlocked, um, they can't go attack someone else. Really? Unless they try to break away first, which if they fail <laughs> break away they get beat. That sounds that sounds familiar. What um, did I just say? But if or until one of the two is dead. So if a squad's deadlocked and another squad attacks it, they get a flanking bonus. And then each additional squad that continues piling onto that enemy gets a higher and higher bonus. So like you have these big boss fights and they can multi deadlock and so they're yeah. locked in with like four squads and your fifth one comes in and flanks. Um, and it's it's just really cool and it's really well it's done a good, combat yeah. system. For 10 bucks on Steam, I can guarantee you'll get 10 hours of play oh, yeah. of it. If you like... You'll get more yeah. than 10 Or you'll get your $10 worth of play out of it, I should oh, say. Yeah. Um, the main character per Square Enix, typically, is, is the... annoying as shit. I, well, he gets better. The voice acting is a little shaky in the first, like, 15 minutes of the game. It noticeably just Hour steps and up and out half, of nowhere. Yeah, oh, okay, fine. It noticeably <laughs> steps up later. I'm just saying. There's a lot of really good, enjoyable characters in it. Um, especially as you get farther in the game Start picking up more um, For $10 If you have Steam If you like Square Enix games I would recommend that game to anybody Who's
1: big on Final Fantasy type games And then speaking of Final Fantasy FFX remake HD oh! Come out uh, the week after Titanfall and Dark Souls 2 So I'll be Since playing those. Why?
2: Since, Since Stick of Truth comes out the week
1: before <laughs> Yeah, Stick of Truth comes out on the fourth Since we're
0: kind of in a public forum And you guys are probably going to berate me But Final Fantasy X was okay
1: that that's fine. I don't. That's fine. It was my. Not favorite. everybody likes it. It was my. It was my favorite, favorite of the Final Fantasy. Okay. side too. Absolutely. And also, I've been playing. Listen, I have a
0: lot of memories with that game, and it's great, and it's a lot of fun. I think the plot twist but I really, hate really got me. Hey, sixty percent of the characters in
1: the cutscene too. I yeah. liked a lot of the characters.
0: I don't like Titus. I don't like. Waka. I really like I
2: don't like, Lulu. I, don't I don't like Lulu. I don't. like Lulu and I
0: don't like Titus. I agree with that. I don't I like, like Yuna. I like Lulu. I like Yuna. I, like
1: Yuna. I kind of like Titus. I love and Riku. I could care less about Waka, because he's not supposed to be a serious. I girl.
2: like Kamari and I like Aaron. And Aaron's a badass. He's <laughs> like, uh, not like Arn. the
1: blue, the tiger guy. That's That's what I he said, said Kamari. Kamari. Oh, he said sorry. I didn't hear.
2: But for me, like honestly, I like Final Fantasy games. I don't. I'm not like massively. In love with them, like I'm some not people either. are like nerd boner whenever freaking. But another t- one's announced.
0: Because, pretending to be six or six, so I can play Final Fantasy six
2: at home. Five, <laughs> five and six, I almost feel like, and it's weird for me to say it. I guess I feel like five and six, and the ones before that are like a completely since they are from a different era. Yeah. They're like a completely different franchise to me. Like, 5 and 6 were amazing. Well, it is. 5 and 6 are the same game, but... No, they're not. I thought they were. I thought when they no, released 5 they
0: over here... Okay, which one had the purple-haired pirate? 3 and 6 are the same game, technically. The purple-haired okay. pirate's 5. Okay, I loved 5. Five's fun. It's got a
1: great I system with the jobs and everything. Bad Final Fantasy X2 ruined. By the way, that's... I haven't <laughs> played X2. X2 is... Not an amazing game, but it's very fun, especially if you it's, like. Does X. it
2: continue the story well from X? No.
0: No,
1: it's not yes. about story. It's just about fun gameplay and kind of No, it it stuff. wants it to be about story. It's not about story. <laughs> yeah, it don't play it for story. Yeah. You'll still enjoy it the if you enjoy it. Game system's fine. Yeah, the game the battle system's really cool. Um yeah. Anyway, that's enough final fancy talk. Seven so, sucks. That shut up. <laughs> Listen, seven I don't like it either, but let's just stop Seven sucks. <laughs> Anyways, we're but gonna, it didn't you know, we are We just everything. lost like half our viewers because so <laughs> everybody and their mom <laughs> loves that game even though it's P-Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to make a terrible reference, but everyone. Be sure to get your best build submissions into us this week by Thursday. Do uh, it. If you have any questions that you would like answered on the podcast or we any won't suggestions, answer any just the tip hints, any suggestions for Drew's Silver Age Value Corner, please do it.
2: One, one more thing though before we completely oh endowed. my gosh I was just going to say for video games um, if you guys want to add I don't know if you're going to throw your name of origin name out there if anyone wants to find us on Titanfall when it comes out but I'm on Twitch and Origin under ShadowClaimer um, you can follow me on Twitter get notifications if I stream and I'll be streaming at midnight on release day.
0: Oh, wow. I'm my showing yourself.
1: Origins is Scars of Zaz, and that's Zaz, like Victor Zaz from back My
0: origin is
1: Amazing Shake, and my Twitter is Amazing Shake. And his booty has quite an amazing shake. Yes, he does. So, anyways, if you guys have any best build submissions, or questions, or suggestions for any segment like Just the Tip, or Silver Age Corner, or. <laughs> Anything's just you want to voice your opinion about it in general, send them to our Gmail. It's dial H for hero clicks. That's all spelled out at gmail.com. Also, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And until next Saturday, see you later,
2: ladies.